and we've got ball. Welcome to the fucking show. And sorry, I know you guys wanted to clap, but everything I'm gonna say is gonna be amazing. Uh, how do you pay, man? Uh, if you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. Mama, there goes that man. Hello and welcome to Carson Sack, episode 82. We have a very special edition for you today, and you might have noticed I said we. That is right, I am not alone this week on the sack. I have Trent Revelette to my right, Jack Muldoon to my left. Jack, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Carson. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Just happy to be here in the cave. Trent, how are you? Uh, Hanging in there. Hanging in there. All right. (laughs) We're going to pick that energy up a little bit, and we have a mail sack, everyone's favorite segment, to start the sack, and then we have a full Super Bowl, if I'm even allowed to say that word, the big game game preview coming up in the second half, and that is going to be the only two segments, but we have a lot of good questions from, from the listeners, and we have a pretty good Super Bowl preview for you as well. Before we get into the mail sack, I have to always remind you all, like, rate, review, subscribe, and all that other good shit on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you might happen to get this podcast from. So let's get into it. Let's open the mail sack. We open it up with a plethora of questions to start coming from Paula Marino. Her first one, these are all Jared Goof eccentric. How do you think Goof will do in Detroit? I'm going to open up the floor. How do you all think Jared Goff's going to do? His morale has got to be just... (laughs) Deathly low at this point, going from Los Angeles to just a butthole of America. A budding city in Detroit. A lot of up-and-coming things. (laughs) Um, I think he's going to not be happy there. Jack? Uh, I think that Trent has a very valid point of going from L.A. to Detroit. But uh, I do like their coach a lot. If you saw his press conference, Detroit Lions are going to bite people's kneecaps off. you got to love that. But I think that... Golf going there will be okay for the system. I think that the Rams will be a lot better off with Stafford. No. No. Jared Goff is a vegan. I don't think kneecaps are on that type of diet. <laughs> uh, it's not as detrimental. I think that a fresh start for Jared Goff is going to do wonders for his career. They have enough talent around him with DeAndre Swift, with the wide receivers that they have coming back. Um I'm I'm not ready to close the book on Jared Goff's career, but it has taken quite a interesting turn in this chapter. I don't None think he's going to want to play there whatsoever. Well, I don't think he's really that big of a prima donna diva to go out and request trades. I think this entire year he's handled himself extremely well. You even saw in the playoffs risking to lose an entire thumb when he was hurt. I think he's, I think it will be decent, very decent. Bottom five in the NFL next year. No. He will not be bottom wrong. All right. Our next question, again, comes from Paul Marino, who says, I heard Goof just said, okay, when McVay called him and hung up. What are your thoughts on his reaction? 
Jerry Goff has every right to do that if he wants to. Um, I highly doubt that's what the fuck happened, but agreed. He has well, every what right seems to... to be said. You just got traded. <laughs> yeah. so you don't got to keep a good relationship with you him. You want him to have a 30 minute conversation? Hey, the uh, odds of you going back there are slim to none. You say that, maybe things go haywire. They fire McVeigh. McVeigh goes and lands somewhere else. The they would De- never fire Detroit's McVay. looking to get Detroit's looking to get out of a contract situation. McVeigh trades back for Goff at Why another McVay location. Trade? McVeigh's one of the best coaches. They're not gonna fire him. one of the best. He had one good year. What are we? <laughs> this man is thirty five and already made it to a Super Bowl as a head coach. Great, where he got abundantly outcoached, and then how's he how has he followed that up? In these last two years. I mean, he had Jared Goff as a quarterback. When you have Matthew And you t- he huh? took Jared Goff to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that and he was setting fantastic valid numbers. Valid point. Valid point. I, in the game when they played the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, when they went to the Super Bowl, Goff had 400, four touchdowns and 300-plus yards and won them that but then, game. But then think about what Matthew, Matthew Stafford could do. <laughs> what could he do? Matthew Stafford. We is, don't know. Yes, we do know. Yeah. He's been a quarterback in the league for like nine years and put up consistently good numbers. Oh. If you go into Sean McVay's offense and do that as well, they could definitely be Super Bowl bound if they have the right pieces around them. Maybe. Maybe. The only time will tell. All right. Then the last question. Uh, a bit of hostility in this one from Polly Marino. Why did Trent and Jack get to go on the podcast before me? Ooh. Do you all want to maybe answer or should I? Take this right off. I'll let you take yeah, it. We'll uh, because they don't annoy me as much. When I talk to them about sports, as you annoy me, so that's why they got to be on the podcast before you did. Yeah, just cool. persistency. We just asked, asked, and asked, and asked, <laughs> and, and here we are. You had the opportunity to come on the podcast when you were in town, Polly, but you didn't make time for me, and that hurts. And Jack, we know how you feel about puns. <laughs> Shut up. This next question, the two questions we have, come from Zach Berger. The first one he asks, what are your guys' very early predictions for the division championships and Super Bowl next season? I'm going to simplify this a little bit and just make it the conference championships. So I need two teams from the NFC and two teams from the AFC and then your Super Bowl just game. I don't want a winner for next year or anything because obviously so much can happen between now and then. But just who do you think right now has the inside track for next year? Uh, I'll open the floor to whoever wants to talk. Go ahead. I'm going to run it back with the same two teams we got this year. Do not think you can count out, count out Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes is a steady force in the NFL so far. So your prediction is just the same thing yeah, as this year? Yeah, the same exact thing. Genius. Um, I think I think the Chiefs will be there again. First off, Bergs, what's up? How we doing? Uh, the Chiefs for sure. I don't think that the Buccaneers will be back there. Who do you think will beat the Buccaneers? That's a good question. I don't think it's, I don't think the Packers will. I think that there's turmoil in Green Bay. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to do some more research. Not as prepared for this question. No. Easy answer. The San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be a rematch of last year's Super Bowl and next year's Super Bowl. You look at what the 49ers have coming back. You get Nick Bosa, who was down early this year. You get a healthy Kittle all year. You get another year of Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, building in that offense, coming into his own. And the big spoiler alert, they're going to end up getting Deshaun Watson in the trade market. That's going to elevate them and take them to a possibly 14-2, 13-3 record. They are going to be playing in the toughest 
division in all of football next year. The NFC West, you look at all the talent that the teams have in that. And the quarterbacks as well. Stafford obviously coming to the Rams. If it does pan out, Deshaun Watson to the 49ers. And this is all speculation. uh, A lot of hope on my part that he goes to the 49ers. Russell Wilson up in Seattle and then Kyler Murray down in Arizona. The toughest division in all of sports. But I have enough faith in what Shanahan can do with Watson, what he can do with the receivers and the wide receivers' talent there as well, and the run game with Mostert and their plethora of backs. I feel like they might address that in the draft of free agency and try and sign or draft like the clear-cut number one guy for that instead of having to worry about everybody getting injured all the time. So I take the 49ers versus the Chiefs next year. I think that's an interesting pick. I think, uh, I think like I said, the Chiefs. Um, but then I'm actually going to go with the Saints. I think that uh, they have all the pieces around them. And once they have a quarterback, you can throw past 15 yards. You think they'll get that by next season? Yeah, I do. And this could be the worst hot take of all time, but I'm going to ride with it. Cold take. Speaking Speaking of cold take, that was a perfect transition. It's like you <laughs> fellas have been doing this podcast. It's up right. Burger's last question is, what is the coldest take you have ever had when debating sports? And I'm not quite sure of my own. Do you all does anything spring to mind for you all? Yeah, um, Joe Swigart, the big app's gonna like this. This was my worst take: was that Dwayne Haskins would have better <laughs> statistics throughout 32 games than um, than Kyler Murray, which was in the moment. Uh, I was intoxicated at the B Gap, and this was after uh, Ohio State just won the uh, Tostitos Bowl versus USC. But uh, Dwayne threw for like five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns his senior year or his junior year, and I thought like, oh, this man's gonna kill it in the league, and he did not. <laughs> that story is Horrible. yet to be finished. And was it thirty two? <laughs> that, that was it's, it thirty two NFL starts? starts? Yes, thirty two. Oh well then starts. he's got he, he plenty had, of he had time. eleven. He had eleven <laughs> yeah, in his time. So we're looking I'm not gonna do the math. I've already paid Joe. We've we've already settled it, but like that was not a good take to begin with. Well, let's not just write Dwayne Haskins off yet. He's gonna be competing for the backup job <laughs> in Pittsburgh. He's not gonna use up any of those starts next year. That's and true. then Pittsburgh reevaluates, he makes them their starter, and he puts on a beautiful passing performance to open the is, NFL season Big in ben two done? years. Two years. You're, you're a Steelers fan. Is Big, Big Ben's ben fucking done. He's yeah, been he done. He should be, yeah. He's done. You got anything that comes to mind, Trent? No, I'm not a big sports take guy. Okay, what's your worst <clears throat> It seems take. like every time I go to the track, though, I oh my have God, a lot of cold yeah. takes on horse bets, so... <laughs> Losing a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and like Derby twenty eighteen. Anything gambling related is a cold take for me. Well, you are gonna love the Super Bowl preview then, because okay. that is heavy on our minds. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on now. Wait, you didn't have a cold take. Oh, cold take was I was all in on Bryson DeChambeau winning the Masters that took place in the fall of 2020 I was telling I was running my mouth in group me's that we had about gambling on it fan duel <laughs> stuff I was all I was the only person that took DeChambeau as well in like our fan duel lineup thing didn't really fucking work out he barely 
He didn't even beat Berthard Langer, who's 50-plus years old. So, as as of lately, that is my coldest take sports-wise. Next up, we have Jeff Prifty, who <laughs> asked, What is Justin Fields' legacy in CBUS? Uh Trent, I understand you're not an Ohio State fan. Is that some sort of acronym? Uh, Columbus. CBUS? CBUS. Oh, like Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. So... Jack, I will let you answer this, or would you like me to lead off? Uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, Jeff, nice hearing from you. You know, you're um, not gonna like what he has to say next. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna take the high road, and I'm not gonna mention how he transferred from Georgia, an inferior program than Ohio State. Um, but I am gonna say that I think that he is arguably the best quarterback in Ohio State's history. I think that we could have seen more down the stretch. Uh, this past year, but he, he was also six hurt. Touchdowns. No, I agree. Okay, but like we we did not play well in the national championship, and game. that's not all I'm fucking. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm saying I'm saying I'm that he played really. There. Yeah, we got killed. That's that's ne- that's <laughs> not what we're talking about. We're talking that's about neither Justin here Fields. nor there. I think I I would say that Justin Fields is arguably the best quarterback in Ohio State history. I think that he left a great legacy, and hopefully, he will be a successful Buckeye in the NFL quarterback. Okay. Um, I one sh- obviously I strongly disagree with greatest quarterback of all time at Ohio State, JT Barrett, number one oh quarterback all time at Ohio State, and Justin Fields is so going to go down as a great Ohio State quarterback. What I think you could look at his legacy as, and this is really dependent on the next couple guys that Ohio State has coming through. But you can go back even and say maybe Dwayne Haskins was the start of this, but really underneath Ryan Day being the head coach and Fields being really his first guy as the head coach, I think it really sets up this lineage of hopefully quarterbacks that come through Ohio State that have NFL first-round talent and can be successful starters in the NFL. And I think Fields' legacy on top of him being a great player for Ohio State, winning the Sugar Bowl and everything this year, I think it could be looked at as the starting off point, the launching point for what is hopefully a continued decent amount of years, an era, if you will, of pro-style NFL-ready quarterbacks that Ryan Day and Ohio State puts out and has in their program. So that's where I look at Justin Fields' legacy. Great quarterback and hopefully the start of something that is going to become a regular at Ohio State. I agree, and you make good points. But what I'm strung up about is you saying J.T. Barrett is Look the at the record wait, books. Wait, look wait. at the record books. Can I make my argument first? You're, okay, to, thank you. Okay, so J.T. Barrett statistically is the best quarterback in Ohio State history. I don't argue with you there. But if he was really that good, wouldn't he have left early to go pro? And then also, my counterpoint to that as well is, if Justin Fields started for the four years that JT Barrett had, would Justin Fields' statistics be better than JT Barrett's? And yes, yes, they would. Um, definitely not running the ball-wise. Um, why did he not leave early? Because he didn't need to run qu- the ball because he had a cannon. Because the JT qu- Barrett didn't. Because the question was who was, like... Ohio State quarterback, yes, Justin Fields is going to be the better NFL quarterback than JT Barrett. I get that. But the question was, like, what's his 
legacy at Ohio State, and JT Barrett has more of a legacy to me at Ohio State than Justin Fields. Why and that? it's just because it's the years, the statistics. He won a national championship as a freshman, but he won't even play. He besides. got them to that. Oh, the Michigan game where he goes out, he gets them to that. Yes. Like all year. And then Cardale finished the job. I get that. That's fine. But they're not in that position to even have a chance to go to the national championship if JT Barrett doesn't this play is, pretty good this is all, all year. This is all just semantics because Cardale finished the job and we don't even know if JT would have. He would have. Ah. He was the better quarterback the following year, too. And they shoved Cardell Jones down He was the throat. better quarterback for the system. Exactly. I agree. And perfect. So he was a system quarterback. Okay, whatever. Justin Fields likes to have the- great. <laughs> JT Barrett, pretty good. Justin Fields, pretty good. <laughs> See, you just said Justin Fields, great. JT Barrett, pretty good. Good. There, that's my point right there. No. I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. You literally just did that without I don't thinking about it. JT Barrett, greater. Justin Fields, great. Now, this is where I hope things pick up. The question that Jeff asked first off, I had to reword it, but he asked, who was the better athlete in high school between Trent (laughs) and Jack? Um, And he also wants to add, also, this isn't a gob. I am truly curious. Okay, go ahead. Well, this is a good question, um, but can we first talk about how you're also Captain Limpress when it came to throwing the football to Trent and I? Hot <laughs> Yeah. There was this day at um, at the fort, and we were sitting on the roof, and Jeff Pritchett was trying to throw the ball at us like as hard as he could, and Trent and I caught every single ball. Pritchett had nothing on us, so uh, I just wanted to start it off with that. I know Gruber's going to love that segment. We have a question from Gruber next, but Wonderful. you can finish. So, who's the better better athlete? Yeah, like who was more athletic or who? I'm gonna let you define. Dominated their field of play. This is where I came as well, where I wanted to. That's what I was hung up on, but and I've come to my own conclusions using that same like scheme. So I'll let you decide. I think in terms of athleticism, like multifaceted athlete. I think that Jack edges it out there. Decent at basketball, <laughs> decent at lacrosse. Was. <laughs> was. This is a big was. He was. was decent at lacrosse. Decent at football as well. Dropped a few. Uh, Charles Walker of lacrosse, baby. He never says Drops that. a few clutch for passes never for that. us. Could have won a few more games. It is what it is. That's- uh. I think I get them out in the performance on the field. When it counts, when it comes to crunch time, I think I'm the guy you give the ball to. I'm the guy who you want at the plate. Before you run into this, you know what the best ability is? Availability. Availability. Yeah. And unfortunately, there were times in your athletic high school career where you were on the shelf for extended periods of time. Now... I'll let you go ahead and answer yeah, this question. Uh, there was there was one year where I was on the shelf, senior year, where I tore my ACL. Did you really? Shut the, <laughs> shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> I didn't know it was new stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I think uh, I think Trent was a great athlete in high school, and uh, he had some incredible runs when we played football, especially against Trinity freshman year. Shout out. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to go YouTube that Just right type now. Type my name in on YouTube. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> Google. Uh, no, I think um, I think I think we were pretty evenly well matched. Um, 
Not over here to toot my own horn or anything. No, never. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not the guy you are. <laughs> no, it's not. Not anymore, at least. Um, but no, I, I think uh, I think it was a lot of fun being able to play football with Trenton Carson um, for two years. Yeah, two years. Yes, yeah. which <laughs> both of them for two years. Quit the prime. A lot of, years. A lot of <laughs> we didn't, we didn't quit the prime. No <laughs> grit. Almost no grit. Okay. Um, I am going to echo exactly what Trent said. I think maybe athletic-wise, Jack probably has him edged out. But as I mentioned, the best ability is availability. And (laughs) that's where I... All right. Again, Trent, this next question is sort of skewed for Jack and I. So you might have to sit... You can weigh in if you want. But uh, John Gruber asked, Why can't the Ohio State Buckeyes produce a decent (laughs) NFL quarterback? And what will Justin and will Justin Fields break the curse? Well, they did. If you look at Joe Burrow, but they couldn't keep him happy, so we left. We had better players. That's some good input at the time. At the time, yeah. I mean, how were we to be able to see Joe Burrow was going to do what he was supposed to do? You don't have good foresight at the program. We don't. We're very narrow-minded. Dwayne Haskins threw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns that year. Um, (laughs) Will to answer your question, Gruber, why they can't? uh, It's because we don't did not at the time uh, recruit quarterbacks that games translate to the NFL like at all. Uh, Will Justin Fields break that? I don't know. If you're going to put that much weight on his shoulders, uh, that's a tough ask to really right a lot of wrongs for so many people in the past. If we're going to be honest, Terrell Pryor. When he was quarterback, um, wasn't terrible. Uh, holds the record for longest run by a quarterback of all time. Uh, ever heard of him? Also had probably the most seamless transition and most impressive transition from a position to a different position in all of sports in the last 20 to 30 years, going from quarterback to wide receiver in the NFL. That's no easy feat. Uh, but yeah, Justin Fields, I think, has a pretty decent chance to uh, break that little streak. Jack, you want to weigh in on all? Yeah, Groots, I think that's a good question. I think we've talked about it before. It's um, it's been a lot of like uh, Ohio State recruiting players who are like kind of like the dual threat quarterback, like the uh, the JT Barrett's, the Braxton Millers. I think uh, recently with Ryan Day and how he's been a quarterbacks coach in the NFL, I think he's trying to change that narrative and. Uh, recruit more high-level uh, throwing ability and uh, IQ. So I think I think Justin Fields has a chance to be successful in the league, um, but it wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising to see him you know struggle at the beginning and then eventually come around. But uh, I think I think that that narrative's changing about Ohio State quarterbacks. All right, we now move on to the Instagram questions for the sack this week, and our first question comes from a. Person right in this room, Trent Revelette, and it is aimed directly at the man sitting across from him. I would like to hear Jack's thoughts on aliens slash UFOs. Uh, they're real. You believe in? Yeah, for sure. Like, what you, proof do you have? Um, you know, cite your sources. Uh, Area Fifty One, I'm pretty sure, said that there were UFOs or aliens that like landed. They did, and they just glossed right over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's proof right there. But like, if you see a picture of like our galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy, and then compare it to all of, like, or like a grain other of sand. galaxy. Yeah, or like a grain of sand. It's like, that's freaking wild. Like, Earth is like a grain of sand and a grain of sand. Now, this is something that I've heard. So, yeah, I definitely do. Over and over again. 
So if you've seen where our technology has gone since like the 1950s to now, it was like what 70 years. If we, our civilization exactly had seven, started, years. if our civilization had started like a hundred years before that, where we would be now, we'd pretty much be aliens to ourselves. You, you know what I mean? You lost me there. So are you <laughs> like saying? If you take our technology and go seventy more years, mm. I don't even think we're going to know what it is. So you're saying that if we started in 1950, like. Blank canvas, or you're saying like yeah, okay, take that. If we started in 1950, like blank canvas had nothing. Are you saying we, like look at where we'd be at? Yeah, look at where we'd be at in another 70 years. Yeah, I mean, and then if we ran into ourselves, <laughs> you would be like, "That's an alien." Well, that's some alien technology. I mean, there's technology, yes, and like. Culture-wise, mostly, and, like, if you want to do, like, averages of, like, people's heights and weights and everything, but, like, do you foresee, like, the human people ever, like, transforming and not mutating, but just, like... Evolving? Yes. More. It's going... Yeah. Well, like, what evolution steps have we had? I have no idea. I think we've, like... Well, that's the thing. Our lifetime, I really think we've hit our, like, yeah, evolution Yeah, our lifetime, peak. but 400 years from now, who's to say that everyone? Are you talking about, like, like, human characteristics, like, well, what we're doing? Well, that's what we've doing. kind of developed into. I, like, I, I think a lot of the human characteristics are, like, survival of the fittest. Like, a lot of people have, like, I, I know it sounds weird, but, like, gotten, like, taller and, like, better looking over time because, like, they're attracted to those who are, yeah. you know, and, like, it just, like, continues to evolve. So if you're short... And or a little on the heavy side. You're fucked. So. <laughs> I'm, not no saying, I'm not saying that at all. No kids. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I don't, back to your point, I believe, where you were like the grain of sand and the grain of sand. It is very, yeah. like, stupid to think that we would be the only people or any living forms out there. But, then I just thought of this. It's not a previous stance I've had. What if, like, this was it? That's terrifying. Like, how... Man cool slash terrifying would it be that like we're it we're, yeah this and this is it fucking deal with it <laughs> I think that's scarier than knowing that there's aliens out there why do you think that's scarier because we're alone we're alone but we're not really like alone like you have so many people like on this planet like yes if there was ever a time where like a meteor or something came and just fucked us again then yeah like we're done like that's it by human yeah Yeah. like if you put it in that scope yeah but how often does something like that on a big infinite planets out there it's just a matter of time before we're getting knocked off by people on it happens every day like like you said out in the galaxy there's I don't think millions I don't think people get knocked off. I don't think people are out here like chopping other planets. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like I honestly don't even think about like honestly like the other like planets or universes existing like in my everyday life. I don't know if that's just you guys. It does not come up in my yeah. daily thoughts. It comes up for me probably more than it does for you. All. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking weird. <laughs> so everyone in the room agrees. Aliens probably are out real. There. Okay. Then I Thanks follow for your up. question, Trent. Do you think <laughs> in our lifetime, so let's just round it off and say 
the next hundred years? Our lifetime. So I'm going to go and say give us 60 more years. So let's say we all live into our 80s. Do you think we like 100% have a definitive answer like there are aliens? Yeah, so we already do have it. We do, but we like don't. It's like, stuff we can't explain. I'm saying in like, say we send somebody up into space and they like come in contact with one. Or we like, I don't know, fucking one shows up here. We go get one. What, and bring do, we do? <laughs> what do we do with it? So, so, so you're telling me we're going to go to another planet, steal an alien and come back? I'm not saying we steal it. <laughs> That's I'm, what it would be. <laughs> no. Why I, would we? I, I'm not saying steal, but like, think of it. This is perfect. The foreign exchange student program of aliens and Americans. I, I don't think, think that they'd be down for that. That's the thing. It's <laughs> gonna be. It's gonna take years to fucking learn how to communicate with these people. Just to f- form a simple sentence of like, "Hello, how are you?" If we were what running if, to aliens, what if they don't even communicate that way? Well, then that's, that's the thing. It's going to take years to, to learn how to communicate with these people. And what do we do with it once I'm pretty it's sure We just literally, if like, you show... Like no, a zoo? I'm not saying like a zoo. What the fuck do exchange students do? They come and they learn about our culture and they become if you integrated. you land on that planet, that's what I want. You. It's over. We come in peace. <laughs> no. Yeah. Throw them up. We come in peace. But, fine. If you all... That's just my thing. I... Would love to. Uh, that's my. Name. Would you volunteer to be an exchange student on a different? Well, planet? I highly doubt they're going to want to take somebody that's <laughs> 80, years, eighty years old. Yeah, eighty years old. So no. To answer your question, if here, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Sorry, but if they were like, "Hey, we have ex- like arranged for if someone." Tomorrow this happened. I'm saying, if they were to come into agreement and be like, "We have a child, a adolescent." A young adult, an adult, and a fucking old-ass person person each side, and I was 84 at the time. Yeah, I'll fucking do I'll go live up on Glee Gartenzorp or whatever and (laughs) live the rest of my days out there. That just seems a lot. What were you going to say? No, like, to answer, you said, like, until we're 80, do you think that we're ever going to go do this? Like, no, I don't think we're ever going to go kidnap an alien. Do you think we'll know for sure by then? If there is other stuff I, I thought we already know for sure right now. Maybe that's just me. Okay. Should we storm Area 51? We should have. Because I'm, I'm not... Mm, I was <laughs> real close to saying something I don't want to talk about. FBI, if you're listening, we're just kidding. Okay. Now, our next two set of questions comes from Mike Bennett. He's got a pretty volatile one, and he's got a pretty regular one. Regular. Regular first. Is it acceptable to wear a jersey as someone who is younger than you? No. I don't really have a big issue with it, but if I'm, like, 29 and I'm, like, wearing a first-round draft pick or something, then and they're going to be 18 and I'm 11 years older than these guys, then, yeah, I have a little bit of, like, a eh, not-the-best-look. This is creepy to me. Uh, I think it, I think it's okay. I mean, like, I, I haven't worn, like, a jersey since high school, but, like, if, if you think about, you like... You wore them in college, were you talking Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry about college, excuse me. Um, but, no, like, if you wear, like, a Devin Booker jersey, he's, like, 22, you know? We're right like, now, it's we're, like, 23, weird, you're, like, so. 40 and you're wearing, like, a Devin Booker jersey, that's weird. 
Unless Devin Booker becomes like yeah, for sure. the greatest yeah, basketball player of all time. Still, like how people were I wouldn't wear Jordan Jordan. jerseys. Well, he's not the best of all time. No, he's uh, not. LeBron but I'm saying like how those people do. <laughs> all right. And now another volatile question. Who wins in a fight? Trent or Jack? <laughs> Me. And again, I remove myself from the conversation. I beat up a Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> you look not well. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good question. It was simple. I would hip toss him. He doesn't know how to defend it. <laughs> And we've broken this down as well. Um, I, I think I've evolved from like getting the hip, getting the hip toss and just like taking a running start. Um, I don't think you have. I think I think Trent would probably win in a fight right now. Yes. Right now, when do when do you win? Uh, if I hey, this is how this I, is I win. This is how I win. If I started getting on the roids and or didn't um, tear my ACL so, three times and be vulnerable there. Okay. Well, I think that's fair. Uh, at the very moment right now, I have Trent, and... 20 years from now? 20 years? I was saying in, like, Trent. the next 10, I think you're on the fast track to develop dad strength before Jack and I, <laughs> yes. so I would go with you at this right, good. and that. Was that a shot of Bailey saying he's going to be pregnant soon? No. <laughs> 10 years isn't really, like, yeah, it's soon. Yeah, it's still not a shot. I It'd mean... Be- 34. No, like 33, uh, 34. Oh, yeah. I have a kid that's yeah. 34. Hence there. No, no, no pressure. <laughs> um, speaking <laughs> of Bailey, uh, Shady Car Bailey has sent in two questions. She, The first one is, what are your thoughts on pit bulls and parolees? I have a feeling this was very much directed for you, Trent. Do you want to lead us off? Yeah, I mean, we've been watching it a lot. Like every single day for the last couple weeks. We're into season 12 or 13 now. That's way Who, too many fucking seasons. There's 18 seasons of it. And they're like 45 minute long episodes and there's 20 episodes in a season. Mm, it's unbelievable. Much. I get the point. Like, It's the most misunderstood breed. The first season? Like, I get it. Cool. Season 5? Yeah, I think I really got this idea down pat. No, nah, it changes Season 10? Lot. Hey... I fucking get, like, this it's is way, it. It's way better of a show than I thought. In Discovery Plus, I have that now, so it's just episode after episode oh, after fantastic. episode. fantastic. So um, it's great. I can't get enough. I've never seen the show. I more than likely probably never will, but I'm glad that Bailey and Trent have conspired <laughs> to get their agenda across the stream. <laughs> and a little plug for Discover Plus. I'm not even getting anything in my pockets. <laughs> not yet. Jack, do you have any pit bulls and parolees? No, no. Uh, no. I've not seen it or heard of it. Jack hates dogs. Okay. That's just not true. He has one dog that... He doesn't like. ...likes me better, I think. True or false? Uh, that's probably true. She, I, think, okay. I think she likes you a lot. Alright. Um, this next question from Bailey. It sort of dives in a little bit to the Super Bowl. Do y'all want to cover that? It's more like analytic stuff than like hey, fun we'll stuff. we'll get to it after. Alright. You heard who said that, Bailey. That was not me. Um, Mike Bennett also follows us up. And I had, he sent him in at different times the questions. That's why I didn't go three in a row for him. But he asked, when will we get some Carson Sack merch? Ooh, I like that question. Um, yes. This has been a question that has been discussed amongst us three before. Uh, in the course of me doing this podcast in college, I have made one shirt at... Excuse me. The mall in Lexington cost $34 to get Carson Sag podcast on the left side of the shirt front and then to get my logo like screen printed on the back. So that was $34. I have absolutely no idea 
how much a bulk order of say t-shirts or hoodies or something it's way cheaper how much would you guess like 20 bucks a shirt if you well, that's the you other want. thing. How much? I don't know how in demand these things are. They're high. And if high I high. was to like make these, and say it's twenty dollars per hoodie, so well twenty dollars per shirt. I feel like a real jackass to like ask my friends and everything to be Dude. like, "Hey, I'm gonna put this at twenty five dollars and like you order it and everything." No. Like I don't know one how high the demand is and two like. I feel bad being like, hey, this is 25 bucks. Like, you got to go buy this one. It's probably going to be, like, the quality of shit. <laughs> so no, you can get the comfort colors ones. From. Yeah. Like, you should get, like, 100 shirts. And, and a hundred? Yes. In an assortment of sizes. And I bet it would come down to roughly $20 a shirt. And then you just start So $2,000. No, 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 disposable incomes. No, it would be it would be a hundred dollars. A hundred times twenty. No, I get what you're saying. Two thousand dollars. No, no, there's no way. It would probably be like, I don't know, like a thousand dollars, probably. Maybe. But then if you sold them, if then you sold them for twenty dollars a piece, you're making profit. Well, if they're and twenty dollars, not making profit. Yes, if if they're ten dollars a shirt. Oh, you said yeah, a hundred shirts for ten dollars a shirt, a thousand dollars. Then you sell them for. Twenty, ten dollar profit on a shirt. Well, we were Why are all we discussing his profit margin. But I don't give a shit about profit margin. My thing is too though. People we will were buy all, those shirts. We were all in fraternities, and you look back and think of like the most popular shirt you all had in your fraternity when like yeah. for a day party or something, yeah. and how many people bought that? And to get those custom brands, they were like what sixteen bucks for like a shirt. Yeah, that's and that still was with like, like three hundred shirts. Yeah, too. so like that's where I run issues. I would love to do something merch wise, maybe fucking stickers or like oh, I don't. I, like I think stickers would be good. stickers would be a shit ton easier. I feel like um, beanies. If somebody like wanted a shirt or a hoodie, like and they got in contact with me, I would be much more inclined to like do that like get an order form or something together and do and like it rather than it. so once you had like 20 yeah rather yeah. than just that going and sense. getting an inventory and being like hey i've got <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 45 <laughs> shirts that Dude, one that, i can't fit into and nobody <laughs> wants those things would sell like hotcakes um could we talk about design like what what it do, would be the design. same shit it would be a black t-shirt with a white lettering of Carson Sack Podcast, and on the back is just the logo. And What's the logo? I don't even think I've seen the logo. You oh, ever yeah. listen to the podcast? I've, yeah, I've seen it. You ever looked at the little what about, artwork? Like, those little rubber bracelets and stuff like that? Well, like... That's not going to get awareness out for the pod. You got you to gotta get the shirts. It's, and then that's free advertising for you. Somebody's wearing the shirt around. Oh, what's Carson Sack? Oh, well, let me tell My you. The best, the best, best, best podcast around. Okay. So there's your answer, Mike. Um... We have not made any headway. Um, And then these last two questions come from Christina Brown, and they are a couple for... One's for everybody, and then one is strictly for me. I'm going to answer the one for me first. She asked, would you risk it all for, number one, me? Tina, you know that answer. Absolutely. Number two, (laughs) an 18-plus girl on TikTok. Trent... My queen's above 18. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Number three, the hottie from Cabela's. A little personal note, I have have quit my job. I have quit my job at Cabela's, and I've never felt freer. And and he has a new job. Say congratulations, Carson. (laughs) I'll let you sit on that one. Um, Just to spite me on my way out of that wretched company of Cabela's. They decide to hire maybe the most beautiful woman that has ever set foot inside a Cabela's store like ever um would I risk it all for uh we had like one or two interactions while during my last week there she was lovely um I don't know if I'd risk it all just because I don't have enough uh like time with her but it's it's leaning couldn't tell you <laughs> yeah, you don't even know her name. No, and don't you're, even you're know crazy her name. about her. Uh, yeah, she's a. Y'all not wear name tags. We wear name. Ah, uh, we wear name tags, but you're right? looking at that. I mean, you where it's located on her. I don't want wandering eyes to be thought you of. Don't want a lawsuit on your Yes, hand. last thing. And you I guys mean. wear like Steve Irwin shirts. <laughs> I don't. Not anymore. Uh, and then the last question: barbecue. Yes, I would risk it all for barbecue. Yeah, me and Carson are actually starting a barbecue team, actually. Yes, we are due to enter a handful of this is new barbecue com- tournaments uh, <laughs> across the Midwest, and we might dip our toes south of the Mason-Dixon Yeah, line. so keep your eyes open for that. All right, now, Tina was a little, um, I don't know, re- digging at the bottom of the barrel for these questions for this one, but I Great. appreciate Tina. She normally has a fantastic track record with questions. She says, rank the TikTok type. Number one, jail TikTok. Number two, dancing tweens. Number three, ads. And number... F- mm, I didn't read this question fully. Number four, Maves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, for me, I am going... And this is not a shot at Mave whatsoever when <laughs> this ranking. But um, I am going number one, jail. I think it is fascinating to see the insight of the life in jail number two i'm going dancing tweens but i i strictly for dance moves and figuring out what i'm going to be doing at gerstles um number three i go maves and then four ads because ads pay the bills but ads suck Trent, to be you, honest with you, I don't see any of those TikToks on my feed. Okay, what are some of the TikToks it's a you lot like? Of, Give me your top three or four of TikTok trends like that you like to they're watch. They're not really trends. They're just a lot of... Um, well, you have mentioned previously the King and Queens Above 18. The King and Queens Above 18 guy has got to be my favorite. Um, he just makes it real clear that he's not in the, in the kids. No, which is perfect. That's yeah, what that's, we need That's what days. you want. Uh, the second... This guy who loves trains, loves to look at trains, loves everything about him. <laughs> that was that is the yes. funniest video I've ever watched. And then I don't know, just like the just the guys goofing. Probably. You you <laughs> say wonky slush or whatever. Wonky slush. Yeah, I recently came across that original video for the first thing time. Bleed, the bleed. thing bleed, but yeah, I was fascinated. Jack, what type? Oh. What type of <laughs> guy uh, cool guy? Cool guy, Brad. cool guy, Brad. I hope can send this to your father and get this in get this to Brad's ears. <laughs> um, is Jack, like Brian. What? what is a, 
I assume jail TikTok, you big into uh, that? I, I don't watch much of TikTok, but what I do uh, usually on my For You page is cooking TikToks because I like, I like those a lot. Uh, I saw this like brisket queso that looked phenomenal the other day. Um, I also like, uh, like kind of like the house renovation TikToks. I yes, think. recently learned you like DIY projects. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, I like those. Um, and I like uh, some of the, like the music TikToks, like uh, country singers who put out acoustic songs. That's about it. Okay, that is going to do it for the mail sack segment portion of this week's episode of Carson Sack. Uh, the mail sack this week was brought to you by Thrive Fantasy Sports. Sign up for Thrive Fantasy Sports on their website. It is www.thrivefantasysports.com or you can go to the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and download that. When you sign up and use my promo code SACK, S-A-C-K, that is all capitals. If you deposit $20, Thrive Fantasy will match you with a $20 deposit as well. So you'll end up having $40 for the price of $20. It's a win-win deal. And they've got a ton of props and contests up already for the Super Bowl. So get in while you can. Sign up and prop up today. Promo code SACK, S-A-C-K, all capitals. All right, we are back after the mail sack, and we are now moving on to the Super Bowl. What is it, fifty four or fifty five? Doesn't matter. Whatever. Big the big game. The big the big sports game. Um, that is going to be happening this Sunday, and traditionally there are a shit ton of random and stupid bets that happen because it's the last game, the biggest game, the most watched game. So I wanted to get a few opinions and thoughts from Trent and Jack here about some of these bets. Um, the first bet, it's always the national anthem over under. Do either of you two know who was singing the it's national Eric anthem? Eric Church and uh, the other girl. I had no idea Eric Church was doing it. It's Eric Church? I, yeah. yeah. Apparently, Big, well, biggest fan of the room, Jack. Is <laughs> Eric Church. We don't even know who. Well, what I saw about that was the other, the girl who's singing it with him. She did it at like the Indy Five Hundred a couple years ago, and she came in at like a minute and like twenty eight seconds. Who is she? I don't know what her name is, but she like blazed through like a minute or two minutes or whatever. Okay. And wow. Eric Church, I don't see him. Like What's the over under line? Okay, two, so two the first bet is. Over under a minute and 59 seconds yeah, for the National Anthem and Eric Church. I'm uh, going under. I'm going under as well. Okay. Um, just to be contrarian, I'll go over. And Eric Church, the man. Three-part album coming out in April. Uh, you and these people with these long albums. I will never understand your Morgan Wallen hate. Poop Wallen. <laughs> like, he doesn't write his own music. <laughs> what an incredible nickname you have for him as well. <laughs> Took a lot of brain effort. I mean, I don't fuck. He seems like a real eh to okay guy at best. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I'm Sand not, in My Boots was good. But I'm not a country That might be one of the fan. worst songs on the album. You all can get no, into this. Any more, nah, any more country nah, music nah, talk you need to talk nah, about? Nah, We're about to get this ooh. whole episode taken. Actually, Actually, Dylan, no, cool. dude, I got a good one. Uh, the Cameron Sackey band. Oh, I love them. Great. Great. I've got a lot though, today. Yeah. No, nothing on you I found like months and months ago. I found that like a year ago. Two Shut years up. ago. No, yes, who I are they most I comparable to? to. Uh, no one, honestly. Like Shane Smith and the Saints, maybe. 
if you know I'm, him. I'm glad you finally got on them, though. Like, this is way over my head. I've people. sent you so many of their songs. Probably. Check them out. Check them out. Okay. Free ads. Uh, Cameron Ben. All right. Now, the coin toss. That is also a very popular bet. The two bets I want to know. Tails. Will it be heads or tails? And will the away team, so the Buccaneers, will they call it correctly? So, heads or tails, Trent? Heads. And, yes, Tom Brady always calls it correctly. I bet you I, he's not call, I bet you he's not the captain they send out. I'm not sure, but I bet you it's not him that Gronk they send out there. Gronk? No, Gronk won't do it. Gronk's... Dude's barely even on the team. The uh, what are you talking? I'll get into this right now. Title? How about that bullshit? The thing about Gronk saying, "Oh, I used to change just shirts, and I'd only run one day." Hilarious. It's a terrible. Hilarious. Terrible. I love it. Terrible. Terrible <laughs> example for the youth of America. Hey, cut corners. Cheat. You'll get by. No, Gronk. Okay, boomer. All right. Um. So you have. Tails? I have tails. I have the Buccaneers losing it. Losing it? Okay. And then I have tails, and I also have them losing it. Now, we are going to keep with the stupid uh, props and bets as well. Um, the halftime performer. The, the weekend. weekend. Uh, yeah, what? I heard that he gave $7 million of his, of own, his own money, money yeah. for the halftime. Very cool. No. Yes. It's such a waste of what money. What an idiot. Why? What do you mean? Seven million dollars? Of your own money. That's, they already give you that's money. That's pocket change to him. Then donate it to charity. Yeah, give it to me. Don't be an asshole. No, it's for him. So, um, I don't even think you all could name probably ten weekend songs. But ten? No, I couldn't. Hell no. Yeah. I can't feel my chase. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's, tw- there's twelve songs listed here. Um, I'll give you the top four with the best odds, but what is the weekend's first song performed at the halftime show? Uh, sitting at number one at nine to five odds, you have Blinding Lights. Number two at two to one is Save Your Tears. Pray For Me is sitting at five to two. Can't Feel My Face is sitting at three to one. And then Starboy is sitting at three to one. Um, I'm, I'm saying Starboy. You're saying Starboy? What about you, Jack? Uh, I don't know many of his songs. I'd say Blinding Lights, though. I know that's like the TikTok song. I think that's going to be like the end. The end. That would probably make more sense. Um, this, I didn't list this, and you could call this like cheating Is on my end. Is he out someone else? That's, a, that's another prop edit that I saw. The only people they thought they have listed is Doja Cat. Ugh. And the Bad Bunny guy. Well, Bad Bunny, I like him, but I don't know... I don't. I he's huge in like yeah, like South America and stuff. Isn't he? And like he's also Mexico. doing stuff with he had WWE like, right he had now. So with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, no, playa. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. Um, what to do, player? I am going to go with I feel it coming, sitting at nine to one. Throw ten dollars on it, like whatever. Who cares? Just yeah, free money. Uh, it's ten bucks. Money is not an object. Um. Quits his job, gambles yeah. all of his savings away. He has a new job now. He has a million. So here, here's the. You can look at the list, but I said I. That's my pick, and again, whatever. Um, ten bucks. I, I did like what you were saying about uh that one that's like popular on TikTok being the last one. Blinding lights. Yeah. Uh. But this is first. I think. I think the I I can't feel my face when I'm with you might be. 
Um, you can, you can write me that's down. going to be pretty difficult conversation for a lot of families during that song because little kids are going to hear that. What does that mean? Well, yeah, what does that mean, mom and dad? Um, it means he's smiling so hard. That's yep. not what that means. <laughs> you can look in. You can look into it if you don't know what it means. Okay, now some more weirder props that we had. We ended up having. The first one, how many times will kindergarten be said? Over or under half. So it only has to be said once. And the reason this has become a thing is because Tom Brady started his first Super Bowl when Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten. Oh, oh then over for sure. Yes. Way I'm over. way in on the over as well. I bet within the first five minutes they bring that up. Not even the first five minutes of the game. They, they're 1,000% nope. going to say it. See, that's Just the other thing. The I don't know... It's during like the broadcast of the game that these things, not like pre-game or anything. I think so, they're gonna say pre-game and during the game. Okay. What the f- now, this next part, this is where we get political, and I hope you all yes. are all right with this. We've got a big batch of political bets right now. How many times will Biden be said in the broadcast, over or under half a time? He doesn't seem like a big football guy, so I don't, is he going to go to the game? That's the th- that is another bet where I it's not listed here, but will Joe Biden attend the game? If he doesn't attend the game, there's no reason to fucking mention him. I don't think so, he'll go. I don't I mean, either. He just got this new job, so he's got to kind of like well get cracking on that. Well, you said well, you say that, but <laughs> our last guy, uh, yeah, went to whatever, went to a lot of football games. <laughs> um, how many times will Biden be said, Jack? Um, I'm going to go with over as well. I bet he'll be probably mentioned once. I don't think he's going to be mentioned at all, all. especially if he's not at the game. Um, The next, how many times will Joe Biden tweet during the game? The over or under on this is half. I don't know if this tweet has to be like about the Super Bowl to count or if just from the opening kickoff to last kickoff, if he'll tweet. I think either way, hmm. I think if it has to be about the game, then no, it's going to go under. But if it's just a tweet like about anything and he tweets, he's going to tweet at least once. Well, if he's at the game, I don't think he's going to tweet at all. I think he might take a picture and like post Super Bowl. Like, oh, I'm here with like a bunch of shit ton of hashtags and everything. Like Commander in Chiefs or some <laughs> bullshit like that. that you some think he, you think he'd tweet that? I guarantee they'll do some stupid like like he's not gonna tweet it, but some like guy okay. on his social media team will tweet it. Backtrack. You just said if he's at the game, he'll tweet. But and you said that he I don't would think tweet. he'll tweet. So, so that means that he would be at the game. They'd mention it, wouldn't they? They yeah. don't have to mention it. I like think, I think if the president of the United States is at the game, they'd they're gonna it. mention it. If he if he is here there, yes, they probably will. But I'm saying they don't have to mention it, and. He could post it without them doing it. If he is there and he posts, then yes, they're going to fucking talk about him. Yeah. Like 100%. So, I, think, I think they go hand in hand. Okay, well, does Joe Biden tweet during the game or not? Yes. Okay. No. No, I say yes. Now, the next question is about Joe Biden. Will Joe Biden pick a winner? Wait, Again? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, can we get back to that question? It, so it's during the game, it's not before it. Correct. Yeah, during the game. How close are we getting to game time? Like, what if he tweets, like, right before the game? And that's not during the game. If it's okay. not, right. kickoff. Thanks for the clarification. 
Um, will Joe Biden pick a winner? I don't know what the fuck. Like, he is he gonna seem like a football guy? Yeah, no, not a football I guy. I say the right now it's yes is plus two hundred, and no is minus yeah. three hundred. No. So like, yeah. I don't think he's gonna absolutely pick. not. And then the last political question: We will stick to sports after this. How many times will Trump be said? Over under. Point five. Do you think None. he's gonna? I don't think he will either. I don't think there's any real reason to mention him. It's just stirring the yeah. pot there. If they bring no, him up. Joe. It's on CBS. So Romo and Nance. Who owns CBS? Is it Fox? It, I don't. I don't think that could be the case, right? CBS is its own thing, and Fox is its own. Is it? That's... They're two different stations. That doesn't mean they can't be owned. No, but I think I thought Fox and I don't know. In, is it Fox and NBC or CBS and CNN? There's two. Com- there's a combination of the two. I can either either way, watch that not, fake news CNN. Either stuff. way, not gonna be mentioned. Um, yeah, and the only reason that like you could even tie in Trump was like back when Brady was still on the Patriots, like up into um, Trump's presidential run, he had. Brady had, like, a Make America Great hat in his locker. And, like, he since then, just to clear the air, has, like, totally cut ties with Trump and everything. So, like, whatever. Don't come after Brady for that. But I don't think there's any reason to mention Trump. You think he... No, I don't think he gets mentioned. Okay. Uh, Moving on. The next question. Will Disney be said by the MVP? Now, normally, obviously, typically... They interview the Super Disney Bowl MVP, World. and I'm going to Disney. Yeah. Was it land, land or world? I'm going land? to Disney World. World's in California. No, land. Disney World is in Florida. Florida. Disneyland is in California. Disneyland isn't that great. Correct. Don't go to it. Uh, you can go to it, but like, you're not going to have a great cool. time. Um, do you think they're going to say it? Yeah. Because you get like a million dollars for saying it. Yeah. Tom Brady's got kids. You get more he's than got that. a vacation he's got to go to. For sure. And it's open still. So like, yeah, yeah I, well, actually a, right now, it's the, sitting at plus 400 that they say it. It's with the, with ne- the pandemic going on, if somebody said that's that, and, and, true, and people yeah. came after them, like, yeah. well, yeah, no, that's, I mean, the pandemic, pandemic, I would like to go to Disney World. <laughs> well, you, all you they have to do is say Disney. That's what I'm leaning on too. Like, I could see the MVP being like, man, I wish I could say I'm going to Disneyland or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what they'll say. And I'm thinking it's a yes. I think a lot of this hinges on who the MVP is. It's Tom Brady or Patrick Tom Mahomes. Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, long shot. I think, tra- I think Travis Kelsey's a good shot. Travis Kelsey will say it. I think Travis, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Travis Kelsey would say it. I don't think Tom would say it. I think Patrick Mahomes would say it. I think Tom Brady has gotten to the point where like... He has so much money. He, he doesn't, doesn't need Well, to say not it. that, but just like... That's so cliche at the point, yeah. but yeah. if they could pull a Peyton Manning and talk about going home to drink Budweiser, if, yeah. If Hell this yeah. is, <laughs> if this bet is on my website, I'm definitely going to take yes after this discussion. Yeah. All right, I'm taking no. Speaking of Budweiser and whatnot, what will be the first Anheuser Busch brand commercial to run? Sitting at one, there two, are no Anheuser Busch commercials this year. Says who? Says who? Budweiser. They came out and said this year they. They're not, not doing a Budweiser commercial. They won't. won't. This is the thing, the first Anheuser Busch brand commercial to uh, run, and Budweiser is not listed anywhere here. Yeah. So thank you for that, but yeah. I had no clue. But what other what Bud other Light brands? is sitting at one to one, Michelob Ultra sitting at five to four, 
Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade is sitting at nine to two, and Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer is sitting at five to one. I heard this. Uh, I'm gonna say the Mick Seltzer. The Mickey can. <laughs> Mickey glass. It's a new product. They're going to try to pump it. I'm I'm going Bud Light. I'm going Bud Light Seltzer. You got to look for value and you have to look new product. Hey, it's February. It's Groundhog Day today. Pox Giants filled your shadow again, so we got winter for six more weeks. But what's going to come after winter? Spring. Hey, the weather starts getting nicer. Uh, it starts to get warmer. What comes after spring? Summer. It's hot as hell. Pool days, lake days. What do you drink around then? Seltzers. Yeah, but it's Bud Light. February, I don't. Right you now. gotta get it in people's <laughs> it's minds. And Punkstone and Phil Solid Shadow. Get it in people's minds. Give me nine to two Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Gets the first. The Mickey cans. It's probably gonna be Bud, Bud Light, Light because I'm they are like the Bud official Light. beer of the NFL and everything. Yeah. But still. Um, okay, so that does it for like the. Outside of the like, yeah, the non-football um, prop bets for this game. All right, now we switch our focus a little bit from the out of the ordinary props that only take place. Oh, I forgot one. This I'm springing it on you all. But the Gatorade color, what color is going to be poured on? Some I got this right last year. Um, I forget exactly what it was. I think it was orange last year. It was Didn't orange or blue. I don't have the odds or anything in front of me. I'm pretty sure um, yellow. I think favorite. it depends on the team that wins. Well, they're both red. I don't think they're. I don't think that really matters, think matters. at fucking all. No, because I mean, last year orange or blue won, and it was the Chiefs or the 49ers, and both of their I primary yellow, colors are. Yellow is the best Gatorade. I, so why would I would agree with the yellow on it as well. Yellow, it's not green. What the? That's a very. It's not a stance that I have, it's but a lot of people. Line. Well, whose is it? Because they're idiots. There's a lot of people that claim that the bright yellow highlighter Gatorade is just a shitty shade you of just green. Said it was yellow. I'm not saying so that's my stance. People are communists. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with clear this year. I don't really. I'm not water? saying water, but like the ice berry mist or whatever the that's fuck white. Gatorade. Yeah, white. I'll go white, not clear. Wow. Yeah, oh, throw them up. That's <laughs> it. You all couldn't see, but both my... Uh, cohorts. Yes, cohorts. threw up the hand symbol that you fill in the blank. Um, do you got... You say yellow? Yellow. And you got... Uh, I thought yellow, too. Um, I might just throw my hat in the rink and say... Uh, I'm going to say purple. Purple? Oh. Yep, I'm going to say purple. Uh, I saw purple being doused on somebody the other day, so throw it out there. Okay. So now that officially puts the bow on the obscure prop bets. We now get into some real game bets. Uh, the first one, I pretty much went by position here, and we have over/under pass yard totals for both quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes' total is at a pretty high three twenty-nine and a half. Do you think that goes over or under, Trent? Three twenty-nine and a half. I'm going to say just under. Just under, Jack. 329 and a half. Um, I'm going to say over. I'm going to hammer the over. I'm going... I think people expect the Buccaneers defense to come out and be pretty good against the run, as it has been like this entire playoffs and the last seven games for them. Um, 
Clyde Edwards-Alaire coming off the injury hasn't looked great. Mm-hmm. Daryl Williams is competent, but like I don't know if you can say, hey, like go out and I need you to rush for a hundred yards and like a touchdown or two so we can have this common thing. I think it all depends on Tyreek Hill, like yards after the catch. Yak. Yeah, yak. He's got like <clears throat> like eighteen receptions for over fifty yards this year. The next closest dude in the NFL had like six. I don't have so any if facts he busts on that, like but... one or two of those off. I think the Chiefs are just <clears throat> loaded on that side, but I also think what Carson said about Clyde Edwards-Alaire being a little dinged up. But I also know that the Buccaneers DBs are banged up to Carlton Davis and uh, I think Jam- Jamel Dean maybe. But uh, I, I know Winfield coming back yeah, as the safety position. Is, so. Yeah, is, is he going to be fully back though? I, I I think that's up in the air, but I think they just have burners on the edge with. Uh, well, don't sleep on Mike Edwards. Yeah. No, oh, no. He needs I, to get I, his I think, head on tight after last week. Or last I think week. Mike Edwards is good, but uh, no, I think uh, I think with Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, uh, Miko Hardman, finally Georgia has a good NFL player. Um, Bill Goldberg was a pretty successful NFL player for like a year and a half. No, yeah. Of course you don't. Yeah. Uh, read a book. Uh, for me, I'm going to go under, but I still think Patrick Mahomes eclipses 300 pass yards. 329. I know, but I'm saying he's going to go uh, under that, under. but he's going to eclipse 300 pass yards. And then for the Buccaneers, Tom Brady's over-under yards is at 290 and a half. I'm going to lead this off. I was really confident in this, and then when I began to talk, a few thoughts ran on my head, but I am confident in saying under, and I am saying a comfortable under for Tom Brady. I'm going to say way over. I'm going to say he goes for like 350. Why? Yeah, Because he's Tom Brady. That's the only reason. He's Tom Brady, but he's he's a game manager. He's 43. Yeah, and he's in the Super Bowl for the 10th time. He, great, but so, like so that, so that like obvious that automatically equals over two. You do need you need to give like reasons. No reason it's why. What do you? Because it's Tom Brady. What do you? No, say? I say under as well. I don't think that he's thrown for that much. My thing is, I the Packers had like the better traditional corner in Jari Alexander. Yeah, he's good. Than like the Chiefs have. But I think the Chiefs have the best secondary player, like, overall. And I say secondary player because they use them so differently. It's Tyron Matthew. Um, Again, I just think Brady goes under. It scares me, though, because... They have good running backs, too. They like to to take shots. They like to take shots. And, like, all it takes is, like, one or two of those to connect to, like... Maybe put this yeah. to put this over, which is where I run into a Mike bit Evans. of. But you have two good running backs with Leonard Fournette and uh, Ronald Jones. Like I think, like if if they need to, they can just run the ball a lot more. But I also think Tom's just not going to throw for two ninety or whatever you said. Get out of here. Okay, so we now move on to wide receiver. The Mike Evans over under total yards. I thought this was surprisingly low. So Vegas might know something we don't, but it's sixty four and a half. For what? Receiving yards. I think from that Mike that Adams. one has a lot to do with Tom's over. What you just said, Tom's going to throw for a thousand yards. I did not say a <laughs> Your words were let the record yards. Show. I say th- over three fifty. That's a lot. That's a lot of yards, but he's a lot of quarterbacks. And so, so things are either going like 
so amazingly well <laughs> that like they're getting whatever they want yeah. or they are getting their asses hand to it and they, get and they have to throw yeah. the ball every well, possession. Tom eats, the whole team eats. So uh, Mike Evans over 64 and a half? Ex- over 64. So yeah, I think he's going to go over, but I think Tom Brady's going to throw under. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I think Mike Evans catches probably like one of those deep balls or something for like 50 yards. 40 or 50 yeah. yards and then has like enough. He's going to have like three or four just dink and does. Yeah, you know? which is fine. Um, and then the big one for the Chiefs is Tyreek Hill. His over-under is 94 and a half. I'm going to go over. I think they get him a lot of volume in this. Um, he They're going to take shots for him, but I think Hill is one of the more underrated guys like route running wise and just getting open in the NFL. So I have him at 94 and a half going over. Jack? I agree. I think that he will go over as well. And then Trent, do you have any? Yeah, I think we'll get it. Okay. Uh, we now switch to the tight ends. Rob Gronkowski, his over under yards total is 30 and a half. I'm going to go over. I think they probably do one of those fucking tight end screens that they did last week against the Packers. Well, two weeks ago against the Packers. It's not going to go for as many as they did last time because Reed and the rest of that coaching staff has probably put a premium on that play and like, hey, this really hurt the Packers. That was a backbreaker. Like, we need to be aware of when something like this is going to happen. But I could see Gronk breaking one through the seam or something or in the red zone or like on the fringes of the red zone, getting one, breaking a tackle, scoring. There's like 21 yards right there. And then dinking dunks, you get over the 30 and a half. So I go over with Gronk. Jack? I'm going over as well. I think that, I think, like, I, I think your reasoning was solid there. I think he's either going to have like, a lot of he's either going to have like a pretty solid like Gronk-esque game from like his last few years in the, in the Patriots, or he's just gonna suck. I don't think he's gonna suck. They just uh, don't throw the ball. There's potential. There's like potential might suck. yard line. But I, I think that he can get one of those like screen passes or like little dink and dunks and take it thirty yards. It's like, I don't think it's because Gronk's a bad player. I just think there's better premium options with Godwin and Evans and Antonio Brown to an extent. And then if you want to use Fournette out of the backfield, and then. Scotty Miller at times and Cameron Brait, yeah. who Tom Brady's taken a pretty decent liking to, as well. Scotty like, Miller, dude, like Scotty doesn't. He's know. quick, dude. Scotty doesn't. Um, yeah, I like that guy a lot. Yeah, he's sick. All right, so Gronk for me, I go over. Then Kelsey, I have made a pretty decent amount of money on this prop throughout the entire year, and I'm going to continue to ride with the over. It is Travis Kelsey. Yards total, 98 and a half. Um, I'm going over comfortably. What do you all have going to say? going over as well. Did he end up leading the league in receiving? It was, it was he, not. He did. He led it in for tight ends receiving, but he did not lead it oh. overall. Yeah, 98 and a half? Yeah. I'm going under. So you say that, but like. I know what I said. It's guaranteed. That's why I said it. <laughs> I'm giving, you a, <laughs> I'm giving I'm you a under. guarantee. Any money you put on that, if you were to gamble, you will be singing that money plus more return to you. I pro- I, mm, I promise. Are you going to back that? No. Uh, <laughs> you, if you do this and it's a, like a stake thing, I'm not fronting you with this gambling money. He's not but, liable for any money you lose. No, but, I mean, it's basically free money. 
Um, then <laughs> yeah, like GameStock. Yeah, yeah, GameStock. you won't back it up. <laughs> GameStock, though, like they're down now. Oh yeah, they're yeah, down. that's what they want you to think. Oh, Shut up! Don't sell. <laughs> Do not sell. You don't hold, hold the line. Hold the the line. thing is, I was telling these guys earlier before we like started recording. I tried to buy a game from them yesterday, and their inventory was wiped out. Because they're going out of business. It's and yet they continue to soar to new heights at the stock level. We're sticking it to the Wall Street guys. Jack, how's everything feel? Oh uh, no, I have no issue with it. I think it's great. Uh, I loved that movement. I think Robin Hood's a bunch of frauds. I, I downloaded the Robinhood app the day before they put like all oh, the restrictions. No, I did not buy anything because it was like three hundred bucks at that point. Wasn't uh, it? Well, it was like two something, and they were asking for pictures of like my social security and my ID, and I leave my wallet in my car um, at night, and I didn't want to go outside and get it. So that one dude, the main guy on that Wall Street bets thing, was up like fifty million dollars on that at one point. Well, he should have sold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, for sure sold. <laughs> no, I I think what happened was Robin Hood was just a bunch of frauds and like they were being the opposite of Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, it was like they sh- were Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it so I saw both those things so many times. But like, I actually hope that there is like legal action taken because that was a bunch of bullshit. SEC, SEC. It just means more. Okay. Next, we have a quartet of running back props because both of these teams like to use two running backs. The first, we look at the Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. His over-under is 29.5. How do you think that rushing goes? Yards rushing yards? Rushing yards. 29.5 rushing yards. On, Way under. On, I'm glad you hand-motioned and shot out a... <laughs> This is a very, yeah. all, like a hearing medium. The video podcast yes. will be out soon. Um, so, you go under, Jack. I mean, I know he's a little dinged up, but I'm going over for sure. Like, this is the Super Bowl. I think, uh, I think, what, it's... No, 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 it's not you saying that. No. It's just, go ahead. So, he, what, it's 29 yards? 20? It's 29 and a half. Yeah, I mean, for sure, like, over four quarters and you can hand this man the ball sometimes? Yeah, absolutely over <laughs> You can hand it to him sometimes. Yes, yeah, right. You, you, you like can hand it to him sometimes, yards. obviously, because like he has so many weapons on the outside. But yeah, I definitely think he goes over 29 and a half yards. Listen, I like the over in this. I'm going to go over in it. But the more but, I hear... This is an indictment on all of us, not just you or myself or Trent. The more we talk, like... We're taking overs on a lot of these. You all are. No, I. No, you we all. We have, have like nine hundred yards. You take over on play. every single. No, no he hasn't. We have. Ha- <laughs> he took the under in the Mahomes and everything. I don't know about. But listen, you said Tom Brady's gonna throw over three hundred. Hold on. <laughs> Which it's, if he does, fantastic. But you're delusional. <laughs> if what we like say is going to happen, like. This game is going to be one of the most high-scoring <laughs> offensive shootouts. I'm the only in. one piecing together a decent football game here. Y'all are you doing said Tom Brady's going to throw for over Y'all are doing this like you're playing Madden. Listen. Jack's like, oh, 40 yards for this guy, 90 yards no, for this guy. I oh, said, Patrick Mahomes, I said, 400 <laughs> yards. I put the over on Tyreek Hill, and I put the over on Clyde edwards Lake, But I did not put the over on uh, Travis Kelsey. Which... The worst. If you were going to take one over, take. that is your coldest. If your coldest take is you said Tom Brady's going to throw for three hundred fifty yards or over. If you were going to take when one the over, is a two I bet you what. 
You yes! <laughs> Let's go! Gets the people going. What? Come on. 20 bucks that Tom Brady throws for at least 340 passing yards. Deal. 340. 340. All right. You, you heard it here first. You heard it there. All right. I went over with the Allaire 29 and a half. The other back for the Chiefs, Daryl Williams, his over-under is 26 and a half. I'm starting it out here. I say yes, he's going over that. And then I also gave this pick out on Twitter on last Sunday or Monday. His first rush, the total on that is three and a half yards. I'm taking the over on that. I don't think he's going to get the start. I think Alaire's going to get the start. And I think he's going to at least get four yards on his first carry. So I'm going... Oh, so the original over-under was for how many yards? No. The original bet like that I have yeah. here that we're talking about is over-under 26 and a half. Okay. I go over on that. But the bet I gave out on Twitter, you can follow me at Carson Karras, um, is his first rush in the game, will over it be three. over or under three and a half yeah. yards? Okay. It's going to go for at least four yards. I can see him busting one for like eight yards. On his first carry, just because he's not going to be the starter. I can see a he's loss of yards in his first carry. Nah, no. <laughs> All right, what do you, do you think he's going to go? All right, over? so over no, under twenty six and a half. Under. 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 I'm. I don't under. even know who this guy is. He's a bench. Uh, this is the other thing. Damian Williams last year news to me until last week. You mean playoff Damian? That it was not the same Williams. I thought it was the exact same guy from last that guy year. Went off last year. Yeah, they well, had two different Damian Williams on there. No, this guy this year his name is Daryl Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but all it says is D Williams, D. Williams. on like ESPN in their yeah, score Darryl thing. Williams. So I like was thinking it was the, the same Daryl <laughs> Daryl. And then on the uh, betting site, I saw D Williams score a touchdown. And I was like, oh, Damian, like, Damian Williams fucking killed it last year. You like, hammered Damian Williams. I ha- hammered D. Williams, which turns out to be Daryl Williams. And luckily he scored last week. Um, I like that bet as well for him to have a rushing touchdown. I'm in on him having a decent game. So look at him for that prop for over 26.5 on me. Next we have the pair of Tampa Bay running backs with Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny as... Absolutely no one calls him that, but... Uh, not, for, not true. Playoff Lenny. Nobody... You, you call, heard it on Pardon My Take today. They uh, made shirts listen, for Listen, listen. Listen, we're not doing this crossover, but Agreed. they get enough publicity. Like, I <laughs> but people are calling him that now, like out of spite of last year with Joe Buck calling playoff Damien, playoff Damien. Yeah, and he actually showed the fuck up. He did. He played great, but nobody called him that. Sure. Great so, Great 46 and a half. 46 and a half rushing <laughs> yards. Over or under for Mr. Lenny Fournette. Who wants to start? Over or under what? 46 and a half <laughs> rushing yards. I'm going to say under because Tom needs all he can get. 340 or more. Jack. Um, 46. Uh, I'm going under. Nope. I'm going over just, I mean, slightly. I think it'll, I think it'll be like 50. Okay, I'm fine with that. I say over. Ah, this is difficult because I want the over for the other guy. It's because it's it's Ronald Jones is playing as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Ronald Jones has been playing, just not in the role that he, For the majority the of the year, the beginning. Ronald Jones was yeah. 
like the better, like clear cut best back in Tampa. And then playoffs come along. Look who decides to show up. I think that's why I was playoff Lenny. Um, so you said over to like fifty yards. Yeah, I could see something like that happening. I'm fine with that. I will go. <sighs> no, no, I'll go under. I'll go under with Fournette, but it, it'll be very close. Vegas did a good job with that. Forty six and a half. Yeah, they did. And then Ronald Jones over under thirty four and a half. I'll go over just because I think he is definitely the better back in. Tampa Bay, Jack. What? <laughs> Say under. Ronald Jones. Oh, oh under. sorry. Uh, 34 and a half. 34 and a half. I'm going, I'm going over for Leonard, under for Ronald. Okay. Trent, finish this out. Ronald's going under. Ronald's going under 34 and a Tampa half. Tampa Bay's going to win this game on the back. On the back of Tom Brady. <laughs> just like every other team that Tom Brady has played for, they just ride him to victory, i.e. the Patriots. All right. That does it for the props and everything. We're going to talk a little bit now about the game itself, and we are going to give you our over-under predictions, and ultimately we're going to be picking against the spread and just straight up who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. The props are done. We now look at some key points and what we think the keys to victory here for the Super Bowl is. I'm going to throw it to Jack first. You can go ahead and get us started. Uh, give us a breakdown and what you got going for the game. Yeah, for sure. So I think I think the main <laughs> breakdown. For sure, for sure. For sure, bro. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, for sure. I think, I think the main breakdowns from my perspective – are that sorry they're distracting me here. Yeah. That's the time that we're recording. Uh, I think I think the main breakdown is the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs and how they're gonna fare against the DBs of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that the Chiefs have such a high hand there with all of their receivers, but then I think Claude Edwards Lair, if he can just get it together uh, for the Super Bowl, I think they'll they'll be solid I think that Tom Brady always, you know, brings that star factor and can, you know, hoist the the trophy eventually. But I think that eventually the Chiefs will get the best of them with their offensive attack. And uh, I think that their defense is solid enough to hold up against uh, the Buccaneers' offense. Okay, Trent. Well, it's going to come down to his quarterback play. Got Tom Brady. He's been 18% of all Super Bowls played. He's got the experience. He might have lost a step. Patrick Mahomes is the only person in uh, football now that I see dethroning Tom Brady as the best player to ever <clears throat> grace the football field, so I think it's going to come down to them too. Another thing you got to look at is the kicking game. A much overlooked uh, point of football. Doesn't get a whole lot of credit, but... It's one-third of the game. One-third of the game. As I'm looking right now, Ryan Suckup has gone 31 of 32 in his last field goal attempts. Pretty Harrison, good. Harrison Butker has sucked. Harrison Butker missed a 33-yard field goal and an extra point in the last two playoff games. So if this guy doesn't get his act together, that's really going to Harrison Butker be a is kick tra- to the nuts for them. Traditionally a very good kicker, but this year has done yeah. pretty shitty. So I think it's going to come down to quarterbacks in the kicking game. 
And the home field advantage, too. It might not seem like a lot, because there could be a whole lot of fans at the game. There should be like, like 25,000. Eh, that's not a whole lot of fans for the Super Bowl. No, obviously. Yeah. But, but I think the Buccaneers playing on that field, like, what, at least eight times a season. They know the dead spots. They know where the hills are at. They know... What's going to do what? Did after? not think we would get an agronomy take here on this podcast, <laughs> but Rick Harris is going to love Shout that. Shout out Rick Harris. Uh, Fescue on that field is going to make all the difference in the world. More sand on two. You got anything in reply any, to what he said? Any agronomy? No, I think that he just pulled the kicker out of his ass right there. He just, he just Googled it before That's this. fine. You're allowed <laughs> Which to is fine. Google. Hey, you get I'm your not... sports news from. You just pull it out of your ass. I don't Google who's the kicker of the Kansas That's not what I looked up. I looked up key points for the Super Bowl. <laughs> See, I, I, don't, I don't go to other people to get my takes. So, uh, no, I, I think that uh, I think he has a point with, um, with the grass and the home field advantage. I, I don't think that's a bad take. Uh I think that kicking is going to play a factor, but not a huge one. So, not not bad. It comes one. down to a field goal. Okay. Ooh. You'll be owing me money, brother. So your keys were quarterback play and, and kicking. kicking. Your keys were Off- the secondary DBs, yeah. for the Buccaneers and how they contain the passing game, and then yes. if Edward Delaire can be a complimentary back. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. With the pass rush of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've been one of the best in football all year. That front seven has been one of the best in football all year. The Chiefs are going to be potentially without... For sure, they're going to be without one of their starting linemen. Potentially two. Depending on how COVID and everything else shakes out. You might think if you hear like the pass rushers that the Buccaneers have with JPP and Dominican Sue a couple other guys that Patrick Mahomes should be like worried or the Chiefs should be worried about that because of their injuries. You look at it, Mahomes' QBR is like somewhere in the 80s when he's been pressured and blitzed, mm-hmm. which is like near the top of the league. On the opposite end, Tom Brady, when he's been pressured and blitzed, which it's so cliche at this point, but it is tried and true. If you can get pressure on Tom Brady with four guys, then he struggles. And he, I think his number's at like 10, which is in the lower third of all quarterbacks this year when they're pressured for total QBR. I, you got something? It's just like an old style of quarterback, though. Well, that's yeah. That's what's kind of going away. Well, yeah, but like that's what he is now. Yeah. That's what he's been. Yeah. Obviously, in he's his... He's not going to change anytime soon. In his younger years, he was definitely... He wasn't... Like a runner, but he was mobile in the pocket. He was quarterback mobile. Um, I think the blitzing for the the Buccaneers and getting pressure on Mahomes is going to be important, but it's going to be getting him to the ground and quickly because you've seen passes that Mahomes makes when he just runs around, extends plays, and then you've seen plays – Especially last week against the Bills where guys are draped on him and he's completing passes to Travis Kelsey for crucial first downs and things like that. They need to get him on the ground quickly and make him need that he has to stay in the pocket. If the Chiefs can run the ball at all with Williams or Alaire and get Andrew Reid's offensive opened up with play actions and RPOs and everything, I really think the RPO game for... Mahomes is going to do a lot for them and create a 
big play, two or three of them, honestly, for the Chiefs. With the Buccaneers, I don't see Tom Brady coming out and having, like, a bad game. But I think the Chiefs' defensive line and their defense as a whole is drastically underrated. I think they have one of the better defensive players in the entire NFL, Tyron Matthew. And you can do so many different things with him. Use him in coverage. Use him to come up and stop the run. Um, blitz him as well. I I lean more on the Chiefs defense stepping up and making a few big plays when they have to and getting after Brady and him maybe like throwing the ball a little short or over somebody's head or just Godwin is Godwin has dropped a few passes this entire year. Um, in the playoffs as well earlier on. Um, he had some alligator arms at times. You you would hate to see that for a guy like that, but I could see maybe that coming back and biting them at well, maybe in a big situation where Tom, maybe this first read, like Evans is covering, he's got to go to Godwin, and Godwin just can't bring one down. Um, so I think the Chiefs defense steps up, makes a big play here and there when they have to. And there is a semblance of a running game for the Chiefs that I think helps them out a lot. So those are the key points and breakdowns for that. We're now going to go around and start with Jack. Um, We're going to talk over-under, which is 56.5, and we're going to talk um, spread-wise who you think is going to win. Right now, it is Chiefs minus 3, and that will be what it has locked into since at the time of recording, recording this. It's Chiefs. Give me three points. Jack, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I thought that you made a few good points there that uh, I didn't talk about was that the potential that Patrick Mahomes could be uh, still hurting from his foot injury. I think that I, I read reports where he's like 90, 90%, so I think that he's okay. But I, I think his foot injury, like, I think he I think showed in the last game like it's kind of exactly, whatever. Exactly, yeah, uh, and he's not in concussion protocol anymore. I think he's good. Uh, I think that the, the other point that you made was about the pass rush. I think JPP is very good, and and Duncan Sue can still you know get the pass rush going. And JPP is doing all this with three fingers. Yeah, he is firework a, a firework accident. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think I think eventually at the end of the day, the Chiefs will cover the spread, and I think this game will hit the over. Probably as you've already heard, Trent thinks this game that we've called is going to go to a thousand. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think I think the I think the Chiefs cover and the spread does or uh, and uh, the over under does as well. My final prediction would be forty two Chiefs. Jesus, that's a lot of points. Yep, it is forty two to ninety eight. Forty two to twenty eight. Okay, um, so. Does it concern you at all? Like the statistic, I don't have it right in front of me. Um, I'm not gonna. Nope, it doesn't. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't. But like the Chiefs, not covering in their last like six or eight games, dating back to the regular season, they've not covered. And then there was a statistic where the favorites that are like zero and eight, their last eight games in the regular season and playoffs that have covered that have not covered the spread in those games in the Super Bowl that their favorites are like two and six. Does that concern you at all? No, like I said, no, it doesn't. I think the Chiefs are like from the last game that I saw where they could really open it up and like they hit a couple snags, but like that's like 
if they could just not hit those and like be full stride, which I think that they will be, especially with people getting healthy, I think yeah, the sky's the limit for them. Hey. Yeah, definitely covering. Trent. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Buccaneers by by ten. Jesus Christ. We're gonna go uh <laughs> we're gonna go what, twenty eight to seventeen? So under. Under. So they win by eleven technically. Yeah, they win by eleven. And the Buccaneers are gonna cover the plus three. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Without it. <laughs> Tom Brady's gonna get what, number seven here? Yeah, number seven more than any organization yeah. ever. Um I don't see him losing. I think he's got a will to prove everyone wrong. He's forty three now. Old. Got dad strength. He's had dad uh, strength. He kisses his son. Yeah, and his lose. son's not gonna <laughs> kiss him if he loses. His son does not kiss losers. Have you like either of you looked at his T B twelve diet? You drink an ungodly amount of water. It's like gallons, isn't it? Yeah, like multiple gallons yeah, yeah. of water like a, a day. day. And he puts like electrolytes and stuff in it. I mean, pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Does he ever heard of Powerade? Um, all right. Water. So, here, I have a little side thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm... Let me give my pick and then I'd like to offer a bet. To you, since you already have one with Jack, mm-hmm. I'd like to offer a bet to you. Um, I am going to go with the Chiefs giving the three points. I have been a very strong supporter of the Chiefs all year. Um, if you follow me on Twitter at all, you see the sack picks that I would give out every week. They made a very um, large uh, appearance on those every week. They really burned me because they could never fucking cover, but they'd always win. Um, they're due. I'm due. They're due to come up big for me. I'm going with the Chiefs minus three, and I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go... You have to go over with all the other overs you gave. Nope. That's it's going to be... The total points is going to be 55. It's going to be 35 to 20. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning, which when I say it out loud, I don't like it as much, no. but 35 to 20. When you or, say the Chiefs are going to win, you don't like it as much. No, I don't like the winning by fucking 15. That's like... You going to place another bet on the Chiefs, Trent? Yeah, I'll pay you. This is what I would Sometime say. Sometime in March. <laughs> you already owe me 20 bucks once, oh, once Tom Brady does under three. This is what I want to suggest. Clearly, Jack and I are on the Chiefs. Same team, yeah. You Bandwagon. are... The people Tampa have Bay. higher football IQ. You are on trend. Tampa Bay. I want to propose that we do a bet where if whoever loses, um, that loser or losers has to do the TB12 diet for three days. I'm not going to make us do a week. It's very hard to hold each other accountable when we don't live with each other. We don't see each other every day. But... You do the TB12 what are the, diet. Like, the specifics of the diet? Like, All right, so we took a brief intermission there uh, to look up what the exact specifications of the diet. So, no white sugar, no white flour, no MSG. Um, Tom doesn't eat nightshades because they're not anti-inflammatory. What is that? I don't know. It just says right here, Tom doesn't eat nightshades. Like- so, no tomatoes, 
No peppers, mushrooms, or eggplants. Tomatoes trickle in every now and then, but just maybe once a month, says Tom. What else can Tom Brady not eat? No caffeine, no coffee. Do you eat caffeine? No fungus. Dude, I can't eat mushrooms? Yeah, or no dairy. What? That's a, I drink like a gallon of milk like every three days. Hey, listen. Fuck Tom Brady. Listen, <laughs> the kids eat fruit. Tom, not so much. <laughs> he eat bananas in a smoothie, but otherwise he prefers not to eat fruits. So and what then, does he eat? Carbs? Um, no. Here's a basic outline of the rules. 80% fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. 20% proteins, chicken, red meat, seafood. Eat until you're about 75% full. No dairy or nightshades, which I went and explained yeah. are those. Um, I thought he was talking about the curtain. Have, have your curtains. body weight in pounds and drink that many ounces of water. So, holy shit. <laughs> That's a lot of water. Be taking a lot of pee breaks. And then, <laughs> I mean, something everybody should probably be doing anyway if you're trying to be healthy, but no food within three hours of going to bed. Oh, I do that I'm, anyway. I'm so bad at that. Yeah, so like, whatever. No midnight snack. Yeah. I do um, would I'm do, comfortable? Do, 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 do I'm comfortable? Yeah, I eat at like it's for, six and then go to bed. At no, like I eat. 15 yeah, I mean, like I eat at like seven, but then like I get hungry again. Like I eat like I eat like <laughs> what? I, I eat like nilla wafers and like not. Nah, no, I don't like cookies. Yeah, fuck that. I eat like dinner at like six thirty seven, and then I'll have like a pretty decently sized snack at like eleven thirty. Yeah, no, dude, I I'm, eat I'm, at like I'm 6, so 15, bad at snacking. I'm in bed by nine fifteen. <laughs> 30 um, if I'm feeling squirrely and got something to watch. So, the qu- will you do... Are you two willing to do... I'm willing to do it for... Why don't we uh, just all do it and then... No, I don't want to all do... I'm not trying to better myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying... Six beers. To make it, I'm trying to make it as a punishment for this. Would... Again, it's hard because we're not around each other and it's very... Hard for the accountability ways. I think we should save it for when we go on like a vacation or something. Like if we go on a golf trip together, then the loser would have to do it during the course of that. I like trip. the golf trip. That's all I heard. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, else. Well, you kind of like... kicked yourself out of that. We'll get to that later. We, yeah, we'll get that in the miscellaneous. Um, <laughs> if you want to postpone it for like a golf trip type thing, that's fine. Would yeah. you? I would do that. All I heard was golf trip again. Yeah. Okay, do we want to do it for the entirety of the golf trip? Because yeah, you probably be like can't drink beer then. No, wine. fuck that. You can drink wine. Uh, maybe. Okay. Or drink the hard. Well, stuff how like fucking confident are you in the Chiefs? I'm ready to ride into the <laughs> gates of hell on the back of Travis Kelsey. Again, I didn't hear anything besides golf trip, and then you said no drinking. We're on gonna golf get trip, to that. We're like gonna that. get to that in the miscellaneous. But again, Chiefs are covering the minus three, and I'm going. No, they're not. I'm. I said 35 to 20. I'm changing it 35 to 23. Okay. Um, that pretty much does it for the Super Bowl talks. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. Wait, here. Let's, let me ask you all this. Where would you be watching the Super Bowl? My mom's house. Mom's house? My mom's house. We have okay. a Super Bowl party. Oh. As, so long as Tom Brady makes it, we have a party every year at my mom's. Well, Ten a very times. select group of folks that get to go. Not allowed to invite anybody. There's only like eight people that go. And it's been the same eight people every year. We didn't want to come in. We got one Chiefs fan. My sister's fiance. Big Chiefs guy. Not looking forward to that. Give him a shout out. Chaz. Chaz man. Don't want to watch the game with you. Hope the Chiefs win for everyone. Why are you so up Tom Brady's ass? I'm finally coming Tom Brady is the best athlete to ever walk. Okay. 
Michael Thank Phelps. You. I agree with that as well. <laughs> I agree with Carson's take. Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, <laughs> you know, Olympian. <laughs> okay, my last question. We all have our takes. Um, it was regarding the GOAT quarterback. Uh, is this miscellaneous or is this just no, straight into th- this like, conversation? This is just like the last kind of okay. sporting football, football question. Uh, so I was, I was going to ask you who you think the best is, like I guess record-wise, but then the best talent-wise. I think the greatest and the best are two separate things. Okay, yes, the greatest exactly. is what they accomplish and the best is Boom. talent. That's, gr- that's great. The I agree. greatest, Tom Brady. I don't think there's an argument against that. Maybe you could go with like Peyton Manning. Okay, Carson? The greatest? Uh, for one, I agree Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback yes. of all time. He probably is, but like, I don't want him quarterback in my team. Okay, I mean, he's just been to 10 Sorry. Super Bowls. Like, <laughs> System quarterback oh, for... Oh, we proved that wrong! <laughs> oh, did we? Did we? Because a lot of what Tom Brady is doing when they fucking turn around and have these eight-game win streak is when Tom Brady got to call a lot of the plays. And Bruce Arians That's took... part of being a quarterback is calling the... Play. Peyton Manning did that. And I get that, but I'm saying a lot of what Tom Brady does successfully... In Tampa Bay is what he did successfully in New England when he had a hand, a pretty big hand, in the offense in New England, and he's got a pretty big hand now. That's proving that it's him. Why are y'all yelling? It's not the system. It's him running his own system. Which is him. Which makes him the greatest quarterback of all time. Again, I told you, he's the greatest. I don't want him as a quarterback for my team. Have fun losing football games. Oh, yeah, losing football games. There's plenty other I'd rather have. Okay, there's actually the like part? two who's other the I'd best. Yeah, who's the best? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> maybe Dan Marino. Never got to see the guy play. Heard he was a spectacular quarterback. And then a shot out of left field, I'm going to say Donovan McNabb. What? Where did that grow? <laughs> Just, uh, Are you just saying names just to say them now? Hey, I know football. Donovan McNabb. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> to me, Peyton Manning's the best quarterback. Um, well, yes. Biggest forehead, too. A lot of fucking knowledge in that forehead. And then Joe Montana. I think it's pretty Joe rid- Montana. ridiculous to just leave him out of a conversation of goatest or best. Uh, he had Jerry Rice. I, I, Tom Brady had fucking Randy Moss. I, I Rob Gronkowski, who revolutionized how people play tight end. Aaron Hernandez. Who revolutionized the way people view murderers. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I personally think the greatest of all time is Tom Brady, but I think the best of all time is Aaron Rodgers. Like, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Or so I, I, think, I think he's just so talented. Donovan McNabb doesn't get the credit he deserves, but... To, that's what I'm here. I'm to, on a Donovan McNabb campaign. To trail. even throw out Donovan McNabb, <laughs> the greatest quarterback of all time, the discussion the is best blasphemy. The best. Blasphemy. All right, that is going to do it for Super Bowl football talk. Um, we're going to be right back with some miscellaneous. All right. I know I previously said in the introduction of this we were only going to do the mail sack and the Super Bowl discussion, but. My uh, confidants here have persuaded me, and I'm having just such a grand old time that I've decided (laughs) to uh, expand this a little bit, and we are in the miscellaneous part of the podcast now. Jack has said he has a question or two. Um, Go ahead and pose some to us. Yeah, I do. Thanks, Carson. Uh, I had two (laughs) miscellaneous questions. 
One, uh, I actually pretty. Let's say miscellaneous one more time so they. This is the. I have a miscellaneous question. It's the miscellaneous. Spell miscellaneous. M I S C E L L E O N O E O U. That was 100% wrong. Um, so, actually, one of my favorite things to do is just like M I S C and then period, just so like you don't have to spell out the rest. Super easy. Well, then they don't know if you're talking about Mississippi or miscellaneous. M I S C? Where's there a C in Mississippi? I didn't hear, I didn't hear you say <laughs> C. My apologies. Okay, so first question, which I've already asked on the sack, uh, but I thought that it was a good question. I'd like to hear. Um, an expansion on Carson's response, but also hear Trent's, was what is one sporting event or sporting venue that you would like to go to? Yeah, like, you, can we go back to a past sporting event? That's a good question. Uh, mm, yeah, sure. Yes. But, well, how about you give me one Both. of those? Yeah, and then you give me one, like, just, like, venue that you'd like to go to to see something. I would like to go... To the Masters at some point. That was Carson's I answer the first every, time around. Every man's dream to attend that. That's cool, but it's like, <clears throat> yeah. I heard it's like real you need rules. to go for a practice round. Yeah, I think that we'd be really bad at that because like the yeah, li- practice our, rounds. Nobody. Our last shit. experience where we were at a golf tournament did not. Yeah, we were the practice rounds. Don't give a shit. Well, they care, but like not as much. And then like, like. If I could go to any past sporting event, I think I would choose to go to uh, the Royal Rumble, where was it? Cena entered at number thirty. Two thousand and eight. Madison was Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. That is not what I thought you were going to say. That is going. That would. To this day, I get chills watching that video. It is the most amazing thing that I watch. I showed it to Bailey the other day, and she looked at me like I was an idiot, and was like, "Why does this get you excited?" <laughs> it has not stopped giving me excitement since it happened in 2008. I really thought you were going to say, I don't know, I thought you were going to say Dale's last race, but when I that think about it... really not want to be there for when Dale Earnhardt died. Okay, that would be then like, extremely rough. I would have liked to see <coughs> him do the 24... He did the 24 hours of Daytona, like, a few months before he died. Like, actually, like, in February, and then he died later that month. So it was like the, literally the last race he like finished. What is the 24 hours? That you drive for 24 hours yeah, straight? Yeah, it's an endurance race. They do 24 hours and whoever's driven the most distance in that 24 hours wins. But him, Dale Sr., Jr., and then like two other guys, they built like a Corvette and raced it in it for 24 hours. I don't think they won, but it was the last like complete Can I ask like, you a question? Yeah. Do you think the key to that is like having the fastest car and no. just... That's what I'm saying too. It's so not. like... You just drive like, yeah. It's like a regular they just did it. car. And, like, I watched the end of it, and like the guy who, like the team that won, do you have like four drivers? They drive like six hour stints, which is like unbelievable. No, you're driving I want for six hours in a race in car, car for twenty four hours, which is the most uncomfortable place in the world to be. They're hot, they're loud. There's no padding on the seats. You got to sit in there for six hours. You're going at one hundred and eighty miles an hour. No, thank you. But the guy who won, straight. his lap time was like fifteen seconds slower. Than the dude who had the fastest lap time, but they didn't win just for having the fastest lap. Okay. Um, when you asked me this, and I previously said um, I'd really like to go to the big house for the Ohio State Michigan game. Yep. I'd like to go to the Army Navy game. Um, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but 
one that I'd like to go to, but I'd have to go, and it would have to be, like, all expenses paid, I'm fucking balling out, money mm-hmm. is not an issue for me at Which all. it's not anymore. But <laughs> I'd like to go to the Morocco oh, yeah. race the for F1. F1, where the literally, like, the home stretch is just on the water, it's lined with the yachts, yeah. I'd like to be mm-hmm. on the fucking biggest yacht there, just... Living my do that best point. life. That That's is something guys, I'd yeah. really like to do. Um, the Grand Prix. The Moroccan Grand Prix. In history, I think I'd like to go... NXT at the Staples, or at the Allstate Arena? <laughs> yes, just... <laughs> the... That and the pizza afterwards. If I could yes. relive that, that'd be perfect. Um... Now, I think I would go back and relive um, maybe the first ever, like, football game and just be like, oh, I was there. The first football They got no pass. It would be so Lame. shitty. It would be so shitty. But, like, you could say I was there for the first one. They played football for, like, years before they passed the ball, which is just asinine. Well, hey, yeah. you run, run the damn ball. Be. You they win. all suck. Dude, they were like handed out mail two hours before the game, then suited up and played a football game. Yeah, yeah it was like eighteen seventy. Like <laughs> that would be so funny. Like you just getting hammered before a football game in eighteen seventy. See these guys just run all over the place, not even throw. The okay, ball. then if we're gonna <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna shit all over that, I'd like to go to Will Chamberlain's hundred point game because there's no film evidence of that. It's all it didn't, just didn't happen. Yeah, I'd like to be there. And <laughs> is there any dispute that that did not happen? There's no so. dispute. All that I think we should start that right now. <laughs> no, because I do not believe he it. scored a hundred, and you know, you know what says so? That picture of him holding the hundred. If that didn't exist, would anyone believe it? No, and that's the thing. This is where I come in on that. I want to go to it, but I want to come back here and say, and I want to say happen. it did happen for sure, oh. Jack. You want to answer your own question? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think I've been fortunate to go to a few sporting places that I wanted to go to, but I think at the top would be uh, going to Super Bowl. I think that that'd be cool, especially like, if it was in like a nice place like any Miami. specific teams. Uh, the Bengals, yes. I would versus, lo- I'd love to see the Bengals. I don't care. <laughs> if, if, if the Bengals are in the Super Bowl I'm and gonna... and they potentially win, and there's just like. Riots and Cincy and people going crazy. That'd be phenomenal. Like, I'd love that. Suck. Shut your mouth. Uh, but besides that, I think I would really like. I would enjoy going to um, the Waste Management Open with you guys. I think that we'd have such a good time. That's I had a an, friend that's going to that this week. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I think I think Small that'd be world. so much fun. It it's just like it's in Scottsdale. Like fans just go crazy. It's not like normal golf tournaments where you have to be quiet and get the like golf clap. You were the dickhead about that at the golf tournament, not yeah. us. That's just not That true. was your That fault. was Byron yelling. Fake Dalton? No, it wasn't. It was you. <laughs> no, that was Byron who was yelling when they told us the shit. Well, it wasn't the yelling part that bothered the people. It was when us we talking. were leaving the like Oh, I, yeah, I remember that. That, that one was tree, and we were walking, we go up to the Green I was like, I was like by the walk, and, and oh, he's walking right. in the guys like sight line. Yeah, and he was lining up to putt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was that. That one was on me. We that were was sitting on by me. the tree, 
And we After all, like, this was like at the end of the day. Yeah. Like we, our giver shitters were broken. We were just <laughs> yes. cutting it up underneath oh this my gosh. palm tree or whatever. And then we got shush. Palm tree <laughs> in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> we were just cutting it, it up under there. This dude mighty oak. Take a hack with a three wood. This from dude like was 275 out. We're up there. They, they, they were not happy with this. Fighting for his PJ Tour life. <laughs> yeah. and Steve we, Flesh out there. Brian Skin. <laughs> we love Steve Flesh. You know, he's like. Like second to Tiger Woods yeah, in majors. Yeah, he's actually good. No, Was not majors. Good. No, but like, score at the yes, majors. Yes, yeah, okay. I'd like to clarify. Like not <laughs> yeah. majors total. So yeah, I think that I think uh, the waste management would be a lot more up our alley, and I think that we'd have a good time in the Scottsdale. What sporting event that you have been to would you relive? Oh, WrestleMania seventeen. Easy. Even though you slept through the majority. I didn't even sleep through the majority of it. I slept through one match. Who's I slept through the gimmick Battle Royal, which was all just the old fucks that came out and got their paychecks from Jim Yeah. The Iron Sheik fucking won that, I think. Like, I could give two shits about Iron Sheik. I wasn't even a thought when Iron Sheik was on top. Who's the the Bushwhackers? Yeah, Bushwhackers that walk like idiots. But yeah, I'd go to WrestleMania 17. Easy. It's crazy to me that like you were there. I was at WrestleMania, the best, yeah, the and best highly considered to be one of the best, if not the best WrestleMania. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I went to I went to two games at uh, at the Cowboys Stadium, which I would relive if I could. Uh, one was Ohio State versus TCU, and we got to sit in Jerry Jones Suite, which was like crazy. Humble and then brag. humble brag. <laughs> well, I'm not meaning to. Like it was just it was a great moment. Like I I would love to go back and. Relive it. And then the other one was uh, going to a Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. That was a lot of fun. Mine would be, I went to the 2006 NLCS. Yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals. St. Louis. Cardinals and Astros. St. Louis is a real shitty city. Oh, shut up. It is. It's shit. No, it's You've never been. I have. I've been. I went to a Blues game. Did you go to a Blues game? No, I played the lacrosse tournament there. Oh, God. Was this pre or post ACL? This was pre, obviously. I, I tore my ACL senior year, first game of the season. So I, played I really my, like, thought you tore it twice in high school. No, only once. And then I tore it twice in college playing I, remember I thought you the, tore. The, you tore it once at the, the DC, opposite right? leg yeah. one time. No, uh, it was. It was oh, I, it that's out. another person that I know. Yeah, you tore it at the JC, right? Yes, and Yules yes, crossed yes. You yes. Up so, so the, the first one was senior year, first game of the season, like two minutes in, and then the second one was. And the JC just playing pickup basketball before the end of senior year or freshman year, and then the third one was senior year playing basketball uh, over by uh, over by Stillwell. Don't do that. <laughs> um, no, I crossed Yules up, scored, and then I tore it. Are you more athletic than Matt Yules is? Right Absolutely, now? I would. Yes, right now. Yes, right now. Right now, I'm more athletic. Than <laughs> I don't think so. I could be dead I and I'd be know. more athletic than Matt Eels. I don't know. <laughs> I, listen, I don't, I don't it's care not, if you don't know. I don't, I'm telling you. <laughs> I certainly don't like fault your injuries playing a big key in this, but like Matt Eels is mobile. And yeah, he's you haven't seen dog. me lately. He can make a cut. I can make you cuts can. now. <laughs> Please do a cut. Make a cut for the crap. If he goes down right here. Oh, that was the most... You sold cut. no one on that. That was like cut. a turn. <laughs> that was a cut. Whatever. Um, is there anything else from you two that you'd like to get off your chest or talk about? We're sitting at an hour and 54. I think we can 
get six more minutes if we. Yeah, I think we could. Try yeah, no, I had that. I had that one question that I had my last one, which was uh, like a top three of places that you'd like to visit in the world. In the world, yeah, uh, Alaska. That's number one. That's yeah. really like the only place. Do you have a reason? Like what time of the year? Fall. So when it's dark as fuck for yeah. twenty four hours. I want to go in like the, the dead of winter too. I want to experience like balls cold for once in my life. Like it gets cold here sometimes, but I want to go when it's like negative twenty five. I just want to see that. Um, Ireland would be pretty dope. Hey, you know who you want? Yeah, Jack went to Ireland a few times, right? You know twice. Bono. I've been twice. You met Bono. I met Bono. <laughs> And then, I'm kidding, I have my <laughs> The third place I would like to see, um, probably like somewhere in the Middle East. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Not as like offense to any of my Middle Eastern listeners. I appreciate I you if you're out there, that. but I'm never, why? Like, <clears throat> not even really the Middle East, like, like Egypt. That's not the middle. That's like northern Africa. That, I think it's still considered the Middle East. But yeah, no, I get that one. But like, I'm th- I'm thinking you're over here like, oh, I want to go to like Kazakhstan or something like that. Like why? Uzbekistan. No, I'd like to see Egypt. I think that would be sick. I, I, Which blew my mind when I found out the pyramids are like in a city. Like if you look at like the yeah you know, like right outside which, of the which city. Which I, I sent you all a picture. There's like a golf course right by the pyramids yeah. that we should go and play. Dude, that would be wild to go there. And then I'd like to just try to find out how they made those things. The only place in the Middle East I would say would be like aliens. Cool. <laughs> Dubai. Dubai is like sick. Fuck Dubai. Why? What's your reasoning? Like, who cares? Like, it's Dubai. Like, cool. I don't like, think I it's the tallest the building Dubai. in the yeah, world. Oh, the tallest building. Like, hey, I'm going to pay. That's pretty cool. What's their currency? I don't they know. Don't either. Currency. You can. But hey, they I'm gonna I'm gonna pay. What? They have their own. What? I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars to ride up this goddamn elevator and like look out at the city. I don't think you have to pay anything. I, I guarantee you have to. You have to do it in I, Chicago to go to the top of the city. I would tower. pay a hundred dollars to go in the tallest building in the world. Yeah. Why? And see what? It's sand. To say, have you I'm ever been to the beach? Class. <laughs> Just look out. That's what you see. No, there's cooler things. They have like the island that's shaped in a, in a palm tree. Like you can see like everything. I mean, that's not that cool. It's pretty cool. I think the pyramids would be sick. The pyramids would be cool. Okay, I would so really enjoy. Tr- so Trinidad, Alaska, the pyramids, and Egypt or something. In Ireland. Uh, in Ireland. Okay. This isn't where I want to go, but like as a little like cool little adventure to go and see the wonders of the world, like to go to those. I think that'd be You've a pretty cool what? trip. Is the Grand Canyon the Grand wonder of the world? There's a two lists. There's like natural wonders, and then there's like. I want to. I don't even remember the, the. It's like the Lost City or whatever, where it's Atlantis? like. No, I don't want to go. No, <laughs> I don't. I might be butchering the name or whatever, but it's like, just a building and like pretty much a city in this like. Like. Is it man-made? Yeah, it's man-made because like it's a building type thing, but it's in like. These caverns and oh, things. Oh, dude, I know what you're talking about. I don't it's know the Greece. I think. I again, I'm There's butchering like those, it. It's like off the side of that mountain. No. Or off the side of that cliff by the ocean. Listen, Jack. Once you talk this, I'll look this up. Where are some places you want to go? Yeah. Uh, so my my top three consist of 
Cape Town, South Africa Why? is up there. Do your best Cape Town, South African accent. Uh, I couldn't. Try. I'm going to try. Uh, if, if you ever look up pictures, we have we actually have offices there, but like it's beautiful. And like it, we, who's we? we? We the company that I work for. We have offices. Oh, there. can you not name them because no, you're afraid this no. might get back to no, them? Can I work for Brown Foreman and we have offices there? And uh, Cape cool. Town cool. looks beautiful. Um, New Zealand looks beautiful as well. I would like to visit there. I think that, that looks really cool. Um, and then probably the last one would be uh, Hawaii. Like I think that uh, going to Honolulu. I don't be. think Hawaii would be that cool. Why? It's just Hawaii. That's not good reasoning. I mean, it's just like there. Like, it is what it is. I don't want to see that. I do. I want to go there and hang out. Just it's, chill. Like, it's, it at looks, the end of the day, it's a beach. Awesome. The beach is the beach. The beach is the beach. The roof is the ceiling. Yeah. But, I mean, Hawaii would be cool, but it's... It seems like a lot to just go get in the ocean. And if you notice, none of the things on my list were ocean-related. Because no. number one, I sunburn easily, which I'd probably get cooked in uh, Egypt. Dublin is right on the water. Yeah, but like people aren't like, hey, I'm going to Ireland for <laughs> the beach. It's 54 degrees. <laughs> Let's go to the beach today. That's Cape Town. Yeah, I know what Cape Town is. I mean, Cape is. Town would be sick, obviously, but... Um, I don't think South Africa is like the safest place to go right now. It's not. I think they're having some real political issues. What the hell? I'm... Pulling it up on my phone, I have pictures of where I want to well, go. Well, guys, I'm the only one here, not on the phone. Because uh, I'm trying to find what the sight. fuck I'm trying to do. Carson's over here just delaying. I'm trying to find These people my have been damn... listening for two hours. <laughs> Good! They <laughs> treat it to a high-quality thing. I want to go to Venice, number one. If you're still here after two hours, please text Carson the word cupcakes and see if there's actually somebody Listen, who's listening. if you're listening, great. If you're not... More time with my friends. If you're not, you won't even hear this. But I'm saying I want to go to Venice real bad. I think Venice would be really cool. Like the gondola place? Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, God. Why the I f- want to go to Italy. Italy fascinates me, dude. Italian people are the shit. I love the I heard they're assholes. Nah, dude. No, that, no that's the French. The I French suck, yeah, the French dude. are assholes. You could not pay me to go. Ha, 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 ha. Wee, 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 wee. I heard French, wait, wait. Is, France is dirty. Yeah. Like Paris. I heard there's just like assholes. garbage on the side of the street. And I'm like partially French and I'm not too happy about it. You shouldn't be. Where I, I want to go is called Petra. It's in Jordan. I'll see you over there in the Middle East. Because <laughs> that's where okay. I'd like to go. Um, and then I'm going to go... I think a place that people don't go like ever is like the Middle East, Montana or Idaho. Dude, that's a huge Idaho. I heard Idaho is actually really nice. Yeah. I heard Boise is like really nice. Well, I'm not going to like Boise, but like I'm going like to the mountain. The mountains are calling, and why I, are they and, calling? Is there a whole lot of mountains in Idaho? I think so. I think there's I just a lot of potatoes. So. No, that's bro. Montana and like the Dakota. I didn't. Stuff. I say Montana. Just, just go to Colorado. As well. And no. you all ran with Idaho. You said Idaho. Idaho is just potatoes. I like potatoes. Potatoes don't grow in mountainous climates. Uh, no, probably not. They grow at the bottom though. Water runs downstream, downhill. Yeah. My mom just got back from Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, she loved it. Said it was very cool. I've driven through some big Oklahoma. Sky. It's not big great. Sky. It's not great. She went to Broken Bow, I think. Yeah. Big it's better bow. to have a intact bow. Yeah, you would think. 
Um, Jack, do you got anything else? No, no I, th- I thought that uh, I thought it was interesting to hear y'all's answers, and I thought those were solid. We do a five hundred recap. Yeah, what the? F- they drove around in circles and turned Turn left. left. You didn't miss Let's anything. Make our predictions for that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Kyle Bush because I know he's a dickhead. He's one of the only guys I know, and I like him because nobody else really likes him. All right, Jack. I know Jeff Gordon isn't on there, but I'm taking him. He's not coming out of retirement. <laughs> Who knows? Kevin Harvick, number four car, ran real. No, uh, I'm going. I'm going Denny Hamlin. I like Denny. You know, okay. Nice PJs. PJs. <laughs> PJs. Is Jimmy Johnson the best race car NASCAR driver ever? The greatest. The greatest, but not the best. Not the best. Is, is okay. he the one who killed someone? No, it's, it's Tony, Tony Stewart. Stewart. I heard he's an asshole. He, yeah. He might be. Listen, Tony, D-bag. if you're listening, that's those two. I if you're listening, it. shut it off. <laughs> You don't want murderers on here. Okay. 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 No, apparently not. (laughs) We don't. That's why these two guys are on here. Not murderers. Um, Okay. So, I have Kyle Bush. You have... Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. I know. No, I have Harvick. You have... Do you guys got anything else you want to talk about right now? Or are we good to end here? Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to get into religion a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you, Carson, for having us on. We oh, appreciate it. It's been it. a pleasure. Okay. It's, it's been great. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been real fun. Um, we'll that see you next time. That shut the <laughs> That concludes the no, sack. No, it does not. And we have balls. That does not conclude the sack. That Daytona NASCAR preview prediction was brought to you by <laughs> Thrive Fantasy Sports. Once again, sign up. Prop up today. Use my promo code SACK, S-A-C-K, all capitals, when you sign up, and they will match your deposit up to $20. You deposit $20, you get an extra $20. It's a free $20. You might as well do it. Sign up and prop up today. Thank you for joining Jack, Trent, and myself here on episode 82 of Carson Sack Podcast, where we talk balls. I'll be back next week with a little bit of a breakdown of what happened in the Super Bowl. Thank you for joining us. Like, rate, and subscribe. And as we always end here on the Sack, we will but not all of them rich What good is the bread If my niggas is broke What good is first class If my niggas can't sit That's my next mission That's why I can't quit Just like LeBron Get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie Right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy He gave me a gift Back when the rap game Was praying like this To act like two legends Cannot coexist But I never